that not beautiful i loved it so much welcome everyone to our next episode of count the bucket as you saw that new intro that fresh intro that we just had dropped today basically that was our first time ever using it so as you can see we have a beautiful cast here going on uh we'll go ahead and just let everyone introduce yourself nick welcome back to the show finally but we'll start with you and just kind of go a circle around here everybody introduce Tell us what you all are or what you all do, who you are, and why you're here with us because it's a beautiful episode today. So let's go. Yes. Um, I'm, I guess you could say I've, I've, I've been a stranger because I haven't been here for about like three weeks, but I am back. Um, I am Nick Andre, basketball writer, analyst, covering everything from high school to the pros. Follow me on Twitter at NickAndreATR and also follow, uh, follow us at CountBucketUSN. Yeah, welcome back, man. Glad you're back. Glad everything is good. You know, he was out for a couple of weeks. Good to see you here, brother. CJ James, linktree.com slash cjames9 underscore everything that I'm working on. Uh, obviously, right here, count the bucket. Every Sunday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, what's going on, everybody? Tuning in, listening. What's good, guys? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Linktree, everything that I'm working on. The Heart Count, Garda Podcast. Uh, yeah. We'll go, we'll go ahead and snake it. I'm Perry. What's yeah. going on, guys? Fa founder and CEO of Unwrap Sports. So you guys have probably seen my face around the last four or five years. Uh, just follow me at Perry Aston. More importantly, go follow at Unwrap Sports. Go follow the Count the Bucket page. Go follow all these guys that are just chasing that content life and really putting in the work right now. So seriously, everyone uh, to my left, to my right, above me, whatever it is, you know, definitely go follow them, prioritize that most definitely. So thanks everyone for tuning in. Very much appreciate it. All right, y'all. Um, my name is Corbin. Uh, I'd say what? Podcaster, analyst, probably that is the sphere that I'm in. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at CorbinNBA. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm working with Sports Ethos, Basketball Podcast Network, just a few spots. So that's kind of where you can find all that with a few cheesy basketball puns. And Soon to be with Unwrapped Sports Network. Hey, you ready now? <laughs> nice, nice. What's up, everybody? I'm Aaron Washington. Uh, glad to be back on Count the Bucket. It's been a while, but always glad to join you guys, Join uh, talk about some basketball here. Um, I consider myself an NBA enthusiast. I am also a podcaster. I'm trying to get back in the writing game here, hopefully soon during the season. Um, I am currently a contributor over at No Trade Clause, so we do everything from cap sheets to draft capital. Um, I'm sure if you guys have watched Count the Bucket um, here and there, you guys will pull up the um, cap sheets on our um, website, which we appreciate. We appreciate the shout out. Um, you can follow us over at No Trade underscore Clause on Twitter. A um, bunch of uh, content dropping over there all the time, um, graphics, um, little details about signings, things like that. So if you have any interest in that at all, be sure to check out our website, NoTradeClause.com. Uh, you can follow me at A underscore A underscore RON25 on Twitter. Um, just love to talk ball. So, like I said, glad to be here and um, ready for a great show tonight. And as you were saying that, I was going to say, not so much dropping it shortly or as often, Aaron, we've actually dropped it probably the last four episodes that we've done where we were breaking down some of the divisions. We used your uh, no trade clause tremendously, and it was great stuff. Love to have you on here to even put a face for our viewers that have seen some of your work and put a face to what's going on with you. So, awesome work that you do on that page uh, and it helped us even talk about i fell in love with our episode when we were talking about the cleveland cavaliers and just looking at what how you all had it broke down for the years and the money that they're going on and seeing that future i refer to that conversation that we had 
quite often to see the future that they have, and it kind of gets me excited about the Cavaliers a little bit as far as what they're going to be. Of course, I'm not a fan, Perry. I'm not a fan of the Cavaliers. I'm just a fan of a few teams, okay? Just throwing that out there. It's, the hatred's always there. Michael but, uh, just wants everyone to have fun. Yeah, I don't even think up. he's a fan. He doesn't even think he's so, a fan uh, of anybody. So I'm a fan of a few, a few teams. Oh, a few. You like that, yeah. CJ? It's got to be one. We all he know his favorite player. He picks a conference player. and just roots for the whole conference. That you year. know, yeah. Whoever, <laughs> yeah, crazy. I, I cheer for wherever LeBron goes away from. So you know, but oh. we'll go with that. Hater alert! Oh, Hater alert. Absolutely, <laughs> Haterade is in this mug big time. Count the bucket mug, by the way. But uh, before we get started. Uh, Nick, of course, as we always been saying, you know, so happy that everything's okay with you and your family and everyone down there in Florida with the hurricanes, of course, coming. Glad that you finally got your Wi-Fi and you're able to join with you. Aaron, I know you live down towards that way. I don't know if you are affected too much. I don't know if you're in, you're not in Florida, right? You're in Georgia. No, I'm in Georgia. Unfortunately, okay. we were spared from really anything. So, okay. um, okay. yeah, good. but Nick, glad you're good, man. Glad everything is cool. Glad you're back. Okay. Thank you. Thank so, you. Real quick, before we get going too further, what are our teams? So let's let's get that out there. So when the season starts, we know who actually is cheering for who. I know me and Aaron are Heat fans, so I mean that's given. I also, I got, a little bit of a sun. I got the hat. I got the hat on. Cool. I got the hat on, man. Come on, oh, man. I can even fit it. I can even fit it. Are we getting props? Is that a prop? Oh boy! Oh, you got a hat too. Oh, oh boy! Okay. He just got that after the the uh, finals that they won. So you know, I've actually what, I go. I've had this hat for like on? four years, but oh, um, I think I think it does a regular. Okay. Bro, Nick, bro, Nick just did that like he committed to a college. That was great. He did. He had three more hats. He didn't know which hat to grab. He's like, oh, should I go with the uh, Golden State? That's yeah. All right, Corbin, who's your team? Because I know you like some sons, right? I mean, look, I'm in Arizona, you know, so I follow. I like to, to steal from Aaron, be an NBA enthusiast. But uh-huh. just I don't like putting my team out there. But I will say I have Lonnie Walker, sixth man of the year, and Darvin Hamlet's coach of the year. So I think you know Ooh. where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, it's man, like it's all day, It's like that's a good pick, man. I'll support right, well, I'll support I love it. it. I mean, I'm a Laker <laughs> fan. I'm I'm in the heart of LA. I'm, yeah, I'm born yeah. and raised. I'm born and raised. Yeah, yeah. I was at the game, yeah. game like a week ago, so yeah. you know I'm a Laker. Heart of LA. So you're a Clipper fan, okay? All right. Oh, they don't they don't they don't really exist, bro. That's taboo around those parts. They don't exist. It's just a cheaper ticket. Look, oh, boy. Nick, Nick literally has a second hat now. Did y'all just see that? He really just grabbed a second hat. Like, it oh, well, this was right no. Here's the oh. thing. Like, so, 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 actually, so these were actually connected, and I accidentally grabbed this. This is a baseball hat, and of course, I got my Warriors hat right here. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's ready for yeah. any sport, any yeah. sport, anytime. He said, "Put me on a podcast. I got a hat." Okay, go. but you know, I have to represent the defending champs. Always have okay. to. It's gonna be another big year for us. Yeah, you gotta, gotta defend, bags, gotta man. defend him, man. Bob, Bob and Weed. You know, weed, now that you said that, right <laughs> let's go ahead and click on the uh, the NBA news. <laughs> CJ said the defend and Bob and Weave. Like we finally oh got my suspension God. coming on now <laughs> in the defense. What's going on here? So Draymond Green has finally got his uh, slap on the wrist, if you will. Nick, do you want to talk any about that since that's your team? Do you want to open this up here and we'll kind of go around? Ooh, nice little open dope there. Should have been pulled, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Should have been pulled. Watch your head. Oh, man. Should have been pulled, bro. Oh, my God. a whole new meaning. I mean, 
you don't see that happen though. Man is like 6'6, 250. Like you don't you don't see that happening in front of you. No way, no man is just about to especially you know, when you push, push first. Like you push first, yeah. it's coming. Like, well, like not me. even. You, it's one Yo. of those like kind of get off. Like you been in the spot, you know, you get in your face and you push off, and then someone gets in the way, or the other guy really wasn't trying to get in your face Guard anyway. Like that, I didn't see it bro. coming. Well, well yeah, here's the thing: like, too, be ready. This man is like six here's seven, so, two fifty. You don't see this man about to throw a punch at you, bro. Like, so I agree. You're supposed to do that. I agree with all of y'all on that, but to Poole's defense, I think what he expected was I think he expected everybody to just kind of chime in and like break them apart beforehand. So I, I guess I mean I, I get it though. He should definitely have had his hands up. I mean if he, if you show first, you better be ready. But I, I think that's what he was expecting. That's like in the rule book. That's like in the rule book. You throw it. You throw. You throw it a shove. With anticipation that the team is gonna break right. it up. Yeah, Are you kidding me right well, like, now? Like, you but he came like, in. Uh, Draymond tried to on. sun him. Like Draymond tried to sun him. You don't oh, get in someone's face over them like that without like Draymond. you trying to start it. You either you know yeah. keeping your face next to him. When's Draymond not starting something? I think it's more shows on pool to like as a young player too to like dr- drop to that level. Like he's gonna test you at all times in games as as an opponent. But as a teammate in practice, too, he's going to be in your face. He's going to piss you off. He's going to get to you. Because in reality, he's actually simulating what's going to go on in a game. That's why he's such a good teammate. He does that stuff behind the scenes. And, yeah, I know. It's it's taboo nowadays to, to be all tough in practice. Everyone's got to be all soft and, and all like Carl Anthony Towns where everyone just gets along and stuff. But at the end of the day, I, 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 don't, I don't mind that from Draymond. I mind that more from from Poole, who shoved him. I don't think Draymond's coming over there and then punching him straight in the face. That's not what he was coming over to do. He's coming over mm-hmm. to get in his face. Getting in his face, that's pretty normal in, these t- in any age of NBA in a practice. And you all know that. But he did not come over to just throw a haymaker. He Literally, no, the second Poole went did, is though. when he went. I'm not saying it warrants his response. I'm saying right. that he, I don't think he would have went and just punched him in front of everyone like that if he didn't get shoved. It was a pissed off guy that got shoved and then that decided to that. Get but he, he was coming over yeah. pissed off, coming in his face. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do necessarily. Right, I'm right, also right, not right. saying that I'm like looking at it like that doesn't happen normally when people get in interactions. I'm just saying, I don't think he was coming over with a Superman punch coming straight to his face. I think the second he pushed him, he went, he got saw red and just went for it. I mean, as a I'm just going to say this. Gonna do. I get you. Since, you since know Nick I mean? opened us up on this. Yeah. I'm just going to say. I opened y'all up on it. I didn't bring no, this no. up. <laughs> hey, that's all you, Michael. Hey, we got to the top. Hey, hey, you were I'm just going to say this. The person who's really at fault at this is the coaches that were kind of on the sides of this, that after the push that they're just like very lethargic. They're like, oh, here we go again. The boom, knockout. Like, oh, it's snap. They, like, they probably it was Draymond. They're like, world. Draymond's going to do Draymond stuff. No, they didn't no, really that's, think yeah, anything exactly. about time. People getting each other's faces. Like, <laughs> right. it's the heat of the battle. It happens all the time. That's probably what yeah. they thought was going to happen. Right. Yeah. So, took, CJ, yeah, took what is level. the suspense or the suspension? He got fined. He didn't get suspended. Oh, just fine. Yeah, I might say, like, what was the discipline? What was the fine? Uh, I don't know if that's come out yet. Undisclosed? So it's just yeah. undisclosed. So yeah. Probably like 50K yeah. or something, some cheap, yeah. some light. Yeah. Some know. light. He, he, he Fairly knocked that tooth that he knocked out. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So are yeah. we uh, – well, I'll ask you, Nick. Are we okay with just a fine, no suspension? I mean, he kind of self – 
discipline himself by yeah. excusing him a few days to go, you know, do whatever he wanted to have a couple of days off, I guess. I mean, I mean, excusing himself, isn't he still getting paid for those practices? I, I was about to say, like, I don't know if he punishes himself. You don't get paid. That's like I'm taking yeah. a vacation day. Like, I wouldn't yeah, call that punishing yourself. Taking a vacation day. Honestly, I'll say, I'm sorry. I don't want to say he wasn't sincere in his apology. But when it was like, yo, I'm gonna give Jordan some space, I'm gonna take some space, I kind of saw this like hidden smile on his face. And it yes. didn't just look like it didn't look like in his eyes, he was like, Yeah, man, I messed up. Like, that's my team. Like, uh, we just won a championship, it's my brothers. Like, it wasn't yeah. like that at all to me. It was very much like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give him some space, I'm gonna take a little space, I'm gonna give the yep. team some space. <laughs> Do me, yeah. I'll be back soon, type of thing. You know, it's me, it's Draymond, see me on a podcast soon. Like, uh, that was kind of how it yeah. felt to me. <laughs> see like, me Yo, we need the Draymond podcast back. I'm yeah. Between him uh, and Anthony Edwards, I don't know who had the more authentic apology, but you know. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's man, Ann Thomas, another, yeah. another discussion for another day. Yes, it is. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? Did we expect anything more than this? Isn't just a fine. I guess I didn't really expect anything more. I, I wish there was more, though. Like, mm -hmm. what kind of president are you sending for the rest of your team? I, I just feel like you got to hold everybody accountable, starting at the top. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of, to me, it kind of sounds like you're giving him a pass because he's Draymond. He has four titles. He has Defensive Player of the Year. It's like he's vital to our team, and we kind of need him as a starter, so we're just going to let him off easy. Now, if it mm -hmm. was someone lower on the depth chart, let's say it was like Kevon Looney that did this, like, mm -hmm. would it be a different type of punishment? Would it be a different scenario? Who knows? But it just kind of feels like to me, like they just kind of let him off because of his status. Like, I'm sure you guys remember when Bobby Porter's through this, when he did this, it wasn't a fine. Like, I mean, he did get fined, but I mean, that became, that came about because he missed eight games of the season. So, of course, you're going to lose money. So if you go from that to Draymond, you're like, just take a couple of days off. We'll be fine. I don't like the kind of vibes it sets off. It's a bad look to me. So that, that's that kind I of my agree. take. That I, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, it just seems kind of soft, from, from in my opinion. Like, you got to show that this kind of behavior can't be tolerated. You know, it's not like they just got in a little scuffle. Like, like Perry, like you were saying, like, it happens. You know, that's part of the game. But I think there was a line that he crossed. It was excessive that he threw this punch. Yeah. So I just think yeah. that there should have been some kind of repercussions aside from just losing money because the dude's made hundreds of millions of dollars. He doesn't care about losing chump change. You that know, was right. so you, got, you got to do better. So not let me salary. So so let me ask everybody this. Like, do you guys think that it became a much bigger topic because we're in like a social media time now? Because like, let, let's take back to whatever year it was when Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face. It was like, whenever we watched that documentary, it was always like, oh, he's just got this competitive edge about him. He wants to win this and that, this and that. But then Draymond does it and it's like, oh, Draymond's crazy. This is who he is. So do you guys think that there's a difference between that per se? So I, I actually think it's bigger just because we saw it. Like, you yeah. know, when it first okay. was reported, yeah. there was a few, you know, tweets and it was active. I mean, we, we preseason, not a whole lot to talk about NBA coming up, like Draymond again, like big name, it happened. But once we saw it, then you got NBA players chiming in, talking about what it is. And then, and then it just took a whole new life of its own. So I don't know if that social media kind of spin out of that is that the TMZ era, whatever that is. But once we had eyes on that piece, like if we had saw Jordan punch, Kerr, maybe that does a similar little firestorm there. Obviously, not as big with the proliferation of social media. But once we could see that, I, it was 
it was a wrap. You know what I mean? I, 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 I really hate to like get, I don't want to say dark, but I guess I switched to NFL for a second. Ray Rice was the first time that we all saw a video circulate of something that in unfortunately has happened quite often, specifically in that league. So that was the first time NFL PR and Ravens PR. It wasn't just what should we do from an ethical standpoint. Your, your hand is forced. It is now in the hands of the public. And you are now going to see a shitstorm your way that you won't be able to handle unless you make a move right away. So a hundred percent, because I hate to say it, but if it didn't happen on camera, it would have been like any of these other cases that we see on a yearly basis. I agree. This isn't like a rare thing. We see it every year, multiple times, sometimes in a year. And, and it wouldn't have happened, but because we saw it on tape, that's why. And I, I don't remember if I heard it from Steve Kerr's mouth or if I saw it in a report. But, I, you know, they weren't too happy with the video guy that let this out because in reality, this stuff is inside. It would have been that was a snake game. move. I'm sorry. It's that a was terrible. Move. So it, it I was. think that that is where they're most upset with this guy. Because, no, I don't think they're upset with Draymond. I'm, and again, I'm not saying it was the right thing to do to punch the guy in the face. But again, I think it's so much closer to what actually happens in practices sometimes than what we actually think is we don't see a damn thing. So. And and, and uh, don't and MJ's era with no social media and MJ's era of the, the the bad boy Pistons, all these guys, you don't think their practices were throwing guys through a wall half the time? You know, even Ron oh, yeah. Artest, even Ron Artest in the early two thousands, we don't even need to go back to the eighties and nineties. Like you know that these practices, you know these guys, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, this was still the real deal yeah. of type of player and mm -hmm. still a no no shit taking zone. It's just because we're in an age now of cancel culture, everything's PC, anything that goes on tape is now up to the public's decision on how it's gonna be perceived. And and that's gonna force big multi-conglomerate companies to have to force their hand in the in the eyes of the public, plain and simple. So yeah, it's that's why. If if we didn't see it, we would have never known. That's a fact. Agreed. All facts. Agreed. That's a fact. So I'm just gonna say this. If it happened in the nineties too, it would have just been a foul. It would have been anything else. No flagrance, no nothing. Just not a even foul. a flagrant foul. Just a normal. Yeah, foul. just a foul. Oh, you mean like, <laughs> ain't no, yeah. ain't no punch just ever been a foul, foul bro. Ain't no punch no, ever just been a foul. foul. <laughs> There's that one. I think it's Hakeem. Like he just basically hammered twice on the dude. Oh, uh, just foul. oh, Mitch Kupchak. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, and that's yeah. how they both stay in the game, right? I yeah, know. just just a foul. So yeah. NBA, uh, NBA was crazy back then, dog. It was. It was you, you'll so, see out there, man. Yeah, those were yeah. UFC referees. Oh, right. yep. <laughs> oh my god! So, do you think I'm going to ask this too? Because this is going to be kind of transitioning into a, another topic, but kind of staying on board. Do you think a little bit of the punishment was the extension that Paul got after this incident too? Like, oh man, oh, like I punch boy. a guy, I lose <laughs> money. Oh boy, gets what is it? Four years, a hundred and so many thousand million. One hundred and forty million. One hundred forty. Yeah. More than uh, so, and of course, Wiggins got an extension as well. So, kudos yes. to them, obviously. But do you think that might have been a little bit like, oh man, like that hurt probably more? Uh, like this boy is trying to come up in through uh, the Warrior system, of course. And here I am, Draymond Green, trying to punk him out because there's been rumors that he's kind of talking a little bit, you know, running that mouth, getting a little cocky. Draymond comes up, knocks him out, put him in his place. But oh. like, what's the worst? What's the worst he could have said? 
Oh, well, I mean, I'm, about to, I'm, about I'm just saying. Paid. I'm about to get paid. You're not. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> what is it? Triple C, hey, man. They call him. Like, that's when the pockets are thin, man. You never know. When the pockets are thin, you never that's, know. That's, that's, that's what puts Draymond for, to the uh, limit. Yo, for <laughs> for what, I'm four years, a warrior million? for the next five years. You're, yeah, you're about to I'm be sure. a, a thunder. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, what else? <laughs> thunder. Like, what, is, what, is there? what are you going to say to him, bro? Like, you're going to have a statue in front of the Golden State Chase Center. Like, if that so, ticked him off, then there's, there's something wrong there. Something no, absolutely. I, I'm yeah, saying yeah, as far as like, so, yeah, so like afterwards. And that's why I don't really like the video to a degree, like because the video doesn't show you like the full story. All it shows you is like you know what happens. You know they inbound the ball in a um, in a scrimmage, and then you see obviously Draymond goes up towards Jordan Poole. So it doesn't really tell you the story about what happened prior to that. You never know. They they could have been talking, or even it's early in the story, practice. Bro. <laughs> it's a quick story, man. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see nobody jump in. It's a quick. Story. That was the shortest yeah. choose your own adventure I've seen in a minute. Bro. Nobody even like you like like that, like I said. Nobody even like was just this was this is probably built up for a few days just the bickering like and then the what happened in this scrimmage just was like boom whatever happened oh no I'm not taking that and then boom boom pop you're down. In my opinion, that it was that quick because even the coaches are like, "Oh, here we go again." Oh, snap! That really escalated quickly. Yes. But are we? That's all, that's all it was. That's it. Yeah. And then, and so, then it was on camera, and so yeah. now everyone yeah. has to make all these moves in hindsight. The the, the biggest foul was only selling the video for ten thousand dollars. Like, I mean, come on! Like, that's all you're going to. I would have gotten at least I would have gotten. I would have gotten at least at at least a quarter million. I don't care. Yeah, I think you yo, were on the yo, show last week. Last we week I said people. half a mil. I said yeah. half a mil. Half a mil, yeah. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. The Golden State is the chance to defend it. Yeah. And videos. if I'm losing my yeah. job because I'm losing my job for this, <laughs> I then mean, like, I best snake. make sure my, I'm secure, you know? Like, if I'm going to be a sellout, like, I need to actually sell out, you know? Like, ain't no halfway crooks with this. Maybe they just went for the 10,000 and be like, it wasn't me. Like, I didn't get that much. In my account, you can't tell because like, I got that big. Been, you know, must have been a hacker. Or something. I don't know, bro. There's no way. 10k Warriors. Yeah. But no, not no, go no, back no. to your, go back to your original question. I mean, again, you know, congrats to those guys. They got the bag, mm-hmm. well deserved. Absolutely. I mean, it's just I don't know how they're able to continue to do this. They're able to keep all these guys and something uh, something has to give because you go back yeah. and you look yesterday at a tweet that Woj put out. Just their tax bill alone is hundreds of millions. Mm-hmm. Not not the payroll. The tax bill. Looks so like 152 look, or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you look down the line and you look at the players in the roster. It's like, okay, Curry's not going anywhere. Clay's probably not going anywhere. You got Poole. You got uh, Wiggins. Um, I mean, they still have young guys to pay. So, I mean, there's Wiseman left. There's – You need to get Michael um, started. Booty. Kaminga. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just look down the Kaminga. roster. There's so many guys. Wiseman. So, like, Kaminga is coming up. So, is Draymond the odd man out? I mean, he could, yeah. he could be a free agent next year. If he opts out of his player option, it's only like twenty-seven yeah. million, something like that. So I mean, he could opt out, and who knows? Maybe Kaminga gets a shot at, in the limelight. I, I just don't see all these guys sticking around because the tax bill is already extravagant. And at some point, even for the Warriors, we know they got pockets, deep pockets, but there is a breaking point, and I think we're getting to that place where they have to make some tough decisions because it's just it's not financially like really reasonable expecting to keep doing this for the next two or three years. So something I, I can, I, I can see Draymond and clay both not there in the next Thank couple you. years. You know, I, I'm being honest. Oh and, and yes, I, I, 
I, I agree with you more so on the Draymond piece. I, I think he is the odd man. I completely agree. And that's kind of been evident with the way they've been drafting as well. So to me, I, I, I just view that they got lucky with Poole. But that wasn't the intention to go get another, you know, uh, another guy to back up Steph Curry. I don't believe that was just an undrafted guy. Am I wrong? You know, it was a guy that just they got completely lucky. Second on. round, right. second round, yeah. Second round, yeah, second that's round. not a guy that you're not bringing him in to be, you know, the heir to Curry type of thing. So, right. yeah, it's been really lucky in that regard. And I think, even with that being said, I would rather keep a Kaminga and bank on him moving forward. Even though I have heard a lot of negative things about how he carries himself. You know, in regards to prepping, you know, and as holding himself as a professional, I've seen a lot of reports, mm-hmm. and I've he's seen young. him at summer leagues. I've seen him at summer leagues. You know, he's now has playoff experience. You're 100 right, Nick. He is young, so there's going to be those growing pains. But still, I, I'd rather take the chance on raw potential than the twilight years of Draymond. And and yes, he does a lot of things off the box score that you, it's going to be really tough to replace. But every year, that's going to go down. Because it's father time, so it's not like that's going to be wrong, and the cap space isn't limited. So um, I definitely can see that, and I don't think they need Clay moving forward. I think Clay's a good piece there, but I don't think he's a necessary piece. Keep on going, Perry. No, keep keep talking. No, about that piece right what did Clay have <laughs> to do? I think they're going to be fine. They're, they're going to be fine. No, no, that's not a slander at all. I think he's a good piece, but don't tell me that he came back and was the Clay of old. Oh no, without question. I mean, he missed. He missed two years. Uh, he missed three years. Okay, exactly. Not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything except for the fact that I live in the in a reality here where he's not the same player as he was. But he's not a bad player. He's still a good player. Yeah, it's gonna take time. He's, t- t- he's just not old Clay, and every year it's gonna get worse because you're getting older. Like, you know, it's, these guys are vets now. Like, like he's got two vets. months to prove what kind of Clay he's gonna be this year. They're veterans. You're giving you're giving I don't months? think so. No, he, no, no. The whole I think year, he's earned a longer lease than that. The, the whole year I'm riding with Clay. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying two I'm months. looking in like two years from now is where I can see a team without Clay and without Draymond. But I don't see that happening this year by any means. And I can even see him running it back a year after that. But these extensions right. to Wiggins to Pool, all this stuff. I mean, it just shows that they're investing into their future. They have to, right? Yeah, they have to. Yeah. They, they're not because they're not really like a. They're a big. I mean, they're a big market, but they're not like New York or Los Angeles, you know. So they have, you know, they they really built the team, right? Like the Spurs through the draft. Mm-hmm. All those guys outside of you know Wiggins, was was were draft picks by by Golden yeah. State. So yeah, uh, that's you know they've done a they've done a great job. But Draymond be the odd man out. It's tough. It's tough because you know like you said that last point what what he brings to the table that does that might not be on a box score is, is and that's big, the thing though because it's like factor. people like people always look at the negative when it comes to Draymond but we never look at the positive that well, he, I mean, he puts that, you know, he puts that on himself clearly. I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, he does. I understand you know, that. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with any of you guys about it, but it's like, you know, like, like let's say for instance, Draymond does walk after this year and he does end up going to another team of free agency. Like who do you guys possibly see taking that role for him in Golden State? Like I can't really think of anybody at the moment. It's not about it's not about taking a role. It's about evolving. It's I guess Wiggins. Every, everything is perfectly. Wiggins. I mean, it. even Wiseman possibly. Uh, Kaminga. Wise, I mean, Wiseman it, would have to. Wiggins. Kaminga. Oh, I like Wiseman. It's gonna have to be Wiseman too. No, if he leaves, they just bring back Eric Pascal. Like that's it. 
It's going to have to be Wayo Wiseman. I, I think uh, they're banking on Wiseman being that guy because it's like, I mean, I, Draymond, he'll probably opt in the next year. Next year's uh, um, because what's what's yeah. he going to make? Like 25? Yeah, he's going to opt in. Yeah, he's not, he's not making, he's not making more than 25 per. So, um, you know, it's just exactly it's smart from the opt in. You're on the best team. And for Wiggins, it's, it's great for Wiggins. I mean, I feel like he took a pay cut. I mean, I thought, you know, he's you know, 27, 28 years old. He still has a lot left in the league right now. Uh, but you know, he's, he's always spoke glowingly of Golden State uh, this whole year. Talked about, you know, how, they, how they've helped him become a better man, better player. So, I mean, him and Poole for the next four years. That's it's not bad. And you obviously Clay yeah. and Steph going into the, like like Perry said, going into the, the twilight of their career. And then those guys, Poole will be, what, 27? So still, you know, prime opportunity to get, a you know, a second big-time deal down the road. So, yeah, uh, they they position themselves in a, in a good spot. For sure. I mean, I honestly, just looking at that Wiggins contract, could be wrong, but maybe this is a little bit of compensation for his prior contract. As many of us, we know his last contract in many people's eyes was an overpay. I mean, as soon as he signed that contract in Minnesota, everybody just kind of like rolled their eyes and like, this dude is not worth a max slot. Like, it's not that guy. And you look at this next contract, 109 million. And you could look at that as a value pay. It's like, Hey, maybe since his, those last five years were so fruitful for him, he was more willing to take a little bit less money. He had his, he had his time as a primary option in Minnesota. He got his money. He's going to a team with a great culture, you know, like just everything you could ever want in terms of a role and coaching and teammates. So I think that all kind of factors into him being okay with taking a deal that maybe is a little bit less than his market value, but because of the situation, he's, he's willing to do that. So it it speaks to the situation even more because you know that staying in California doesn't help in a tax per in in tax light either. So, I mean, he's definitely not seeing close to what he can make on the open market coming off of the championship, you know? And so I feel he, that shows a ton about how he feels about the fit. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mike, you want to get into the Westbrook, Westbrook situation? Yeah, uh, before though, I just wanted to say my two month because I felt like y'all attacked me a little bit. My two month was saying not get rid of him. My two month about Clay was to prove where he's going to be at, if it's going to be old Clay of before or how he's playing now. Not like two months in we're we're shipping him out. So I just want to backtrack since you know Michael, don't play. You know you don't like Clay Thompson, bro. I was going to say this is the first time, bro. I I love Clay. I I just think you have to lower your expect. You just have to lower your expectations. Like a guy for two years, he's older. He's coming off multiple injuries. Like he's a good player, and what we saw Mm -hmm. last year, he may get a little better because he shook a little rust off. But he's not getting back to old Clay, and that's not a bad thing. He's going to be a good player, and I'm not. It's a blessing for him to be playing basketball and and competing for championships still. But he's not old Clay. So, of course, Perry. Yeah, it's it's, it's you, tough to go back to old Clay. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, even less Clay is better than most people in the NBA. Yeah, so, for I, sure. I, of course. So, Perry, being a Laker fan, everyone's seen the clips on social media, definitely on Twitter, of Westbrook uh, changing into his – or getting out of his warm-ups, throwing the towel over here to the guy while – the team is in the huddle breaking out before the game starts. And then even the, what was it, Beverly, I think, was trying to get the huddle in before or after a foul. And he was yeah. just kind of doing his own thing. 
are we as media people and fan base, are we looking too much into this? Because now they're even saying that they may ramp up some talks about Westbrook trade talks. So is there more to this that's going on now? Or is this like really like Westbrook has caused a big wedge into this Laker organization and he is basically forcing their hand to trade him out? I Tell mean, us what's yeah. going on down there. I got two guys next to me, one with a summer league shirt. The other one I know is at summer league, Aaron. And I know you guys are well aware that started then when LeBron came and the mm-hmm. entire arena walked up to LeBron to say hello. I mean, every person that was anybody walked up to LeBron throughout that game. And Russ and him were like completely at separate sides, almost like felt like they were being separated. They were so far and so distant. It, it was a clear thing of like, that's weird, considering they just put out like buddy-buddy comments online. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. And then this happens. And look, Darvin Ham's here. He's all about team. He's all about culture. He's all about buying into a bigger culture. And and Pat Bev's come here. And yeah, he's, you know, got a crazy personality, but he is a leader, you know, and he is going to go well with LeBron. He doesn't need to be the leader. That's not what he's here for. But he does have leadership. He's a veteran presence. He's just coming off a, a playoff appearance. I'm not going to say it was anything crazy, but in circumstances, well, that was Minnesota. And yeah. he's been there and done that quite a lot. So, I mean, I'm happy to have him there. And you can see LeBron, AD, both former champions as well. They're all buying in. They're all there. They're all huddling up. I'm pretty sure it was Lonnie Walker in that huddle as well, who's clearly going to buy in. He's here, and I'm glad to hear someone showed some love. I think it was Corbin on the six-man-of-the-year uh, six prediction, which I love. That might be foreshadowing something. But uh, I, I just i am over it, you know, straight up. Uh, it's not like he's out there, you know, shooting 40% from three and, and, and adding to the team in a way like he used to. It's it's clearly not a fit. I'm not calling Russ a bad player, and I'm not disrespecting Russ because the guy no. should be, a, I think, should be a Hall of Famer. So, you know, the guys put up numbers that are historic. No matter how you want to view that and, and in that context, it doesn't matter to me. I'm a, I'm a data-driven guy for the most part. I, I'm a results-driven man. I think success is success, and numbers speak for itself. And, and the numbers aren't everything, and there's always a story behind it. But at the same time, the numbers aren't there just to be there. They're, they're there, and that's the only thing that we have to look on the past. So, you know, I personally just don't think – he's definitely regressing, and that may be a system fit. It may not be a rust thing. So I'm not about it. I, I don't want anyone at my throat saying that I'm disrespecting – Someone who is, uh, uh, I go, speak I go. your mind, bro. Speak your mind. And, uh, no, 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 but that's the thing, though. I respect Don't him. Worry, CJ will come it's, for you, though. It's, it's frustrating because I respect uh, him as a player. I respect him as a player so much, but I'm so over it in this situation that now that Pat Bev is there and Dennis Schroeder, let's not forget, Dennis Schroeder's now been thrown into not, the mix. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. Does not Wait. matter. That was just, He's going to miss some time, anyways, time. isn't he? Yeah, that finger injury is going to be two weeks. Right, that's right. But don't don't tell me that was another signing where it was like, oh, they're keeping Russ. That was another signing Uh, that made no sense to have Russ on the team at this point. (laughs) Exactly. So the the acquisitions lately trend that way. His body language, behavior, he did not make eye contact to them. It wasn't like, no, I'm good, guys. You do your huddle. It was like, don't even look Mm -hmm. at me. I'm looking down. I'm waiting for this free throw type of thing. Like, stop with your bullshit while they're all trying to be a team. So, like, you want to be on your own, then go elsewhere. I really don't mind. Like, sit him like they did with John Wall last year. I really don't care, even if that means they win less games. I don't think that's going to be the case. It's not like he was there. He he played quite a lot of games. He was an Iron Man. 77. So I'm not going to say he wasn't consistent yep. because he was out there working while other guys weren't. So that's why, yeah. again, I respect him and his Anthony work. Anthony Davis. 
But, you know, you bring in Pat Bev, Pat Bev and Dennis Schroeder now. You still have Austin Reeves that you're going to throw into the mix in different sets. You know LeBron still handles the ball quite a lot. They're telling everyone they want to run the offense through AD. So where does Russ fit here? What is he going to do? He's going to camp in the corner and shoot 23% off the backboard? Like, are you serious? Like, yeah, so at the end yeah, of the day, he's... it's just not – so I'm over it. Trade him, even if that's for lower compensation, make it work on the books. And let's let's move forward. It was the wrong move, and I, that's it. Like it, it just doesn't make sense anyway. In any way, you can't convince me that it makes sense anymore. Personally, all right, Corbin. Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm I, I'm as someone who has been a Laker fan and has also been a Russ fan. This is hard. I think right last Cause, year because you put on Twitter, you're the last person to say send Westbrook away, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I finally did last week, and uh-huh. I, I'm with Perry. Okay. I mean, here's my thing. I think I feel bad for him because I feel a lot of it's blown out of proportion. I've been watching Westbrook for years. He's always been outside huddles. Like this is what he does. I mean, he did it with sure. Houston. He did it with Oklahoma City. Like he's been doing this for his career. Um, I've seen it. Now the bottom line though is you have to kind of get a read of the room, and right. if all eyes are on you and you do pay attention to what the media says about you, you know, not being on the same wavelength. We all know what happened in the off season. And mind you, I'm with Perry on that. I mean, I'm Aaron, we were there, you know, best season house from seeing LeBron and Russ is far away. Now I'm not going to lie. At, in my mind, I'm looking, remember this was right in the midst of the whole trade for Kyrie talks. Russ is, <laughs> you know, like LeBron obviously wants Kyrie. I think everyone in the world wanted Kyrie. I don't, um, blame Russ for not wanting to be the best buzz of LeBron at the time when he's like, oh, you probably want me trade. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do that. However, I am going to say, like, we've seen the vibes, and although the expanded video image of him arguing with the ref and not paying attention looked better, it still doesn't absolve Russ. And you just got to be better knowing that, hey, all eyes are on you. This ain't Washington right now. Like, the pressure is all on you, so you have to go above and beyond to make a show of being a better teammate. You can't just be like, oh, this has been all my career. Because, yes, that is true. However, that's not doing any favors now because you've also been a much better player all your career than you've been now. So you don't really have that good grace that you had back then when you were the best player on the team. If you choose not to be in a huddle, well, Russ choose not to be in a huddle. Well, now, that's not how that works. You know what I mean? There's a changing of the times here, and Russ has yet to adapt. So I hate to say it, but I just feel like for his legacy – for the Lakers' long-term success, it just has to be a move that – it didn't make sense when it was done. I was on board with it because I had to be on board with it. Like, I felt like right. – <laughs> <laughs> That was well said. That was well said. All of it. All of it. Yeah, I appreciate that. But that's how I've been. Like, I've always – I've said to my friends, like, as a Russ fan, a Lakers fan, it was easy. You root for Russ, you root for the Lakers, and Russ losing the first round, okay, all my attention to the Lakers. But when those no. become one, it's like, oh, well, shoot, hold up now. And here we are. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with, Perry, with Perry on this. Like, it, it is what it is, and it, it, what it is is he needs to go. <laughs> There's one role left for West, Russell Westbrook on this team. Bench, lead, lead guard off the bench. Um, he's finally reached that mellow point in his career. Remember when Mello hit OKC and he's like, V come off the bench? Me? I know you're not talking to me. Like he said that same point in his career. And when Mello actually accepted that and made the change, he was pretty good. He had he revitalized his career. He played another three seasons or so and was very good for the Lakers, for the Blazers as a bench piece. If Russell can do the same, he could still have a productive tenure with the Lakers. 
Now, mm-hmm. is he willing to do that? I'm not so sure because, you know, he's just been the guy for so and long. And that's the issue. Form, and you were just saying that is the issue. Wow. Like he just, think he's, a, he's, he's a six. I think he's a six man. Yeah. He has to be on this team to make it work. On this team. On this team. On this team. On this team. Yep. Because you can't coexist with LeBron and AD on the court at the same time. It's not possible. So he has to go with that second unit to where maybe you throw out a lineup of Thomas Bryant is with him. He can stretch the floor. You throw out six man the year to be Lonnie Walker, you know, uh, Austin Reeves, guys like that. That can space the floor a little bit. They can run. They can cut. That might work. You know, Westbrook's that lead guy that can, you know, get into the paint a little bit. But if he dominates the ball, you're not taking touches away from LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. In that case, it could still work. Otherwise, I'm on board. He's got to go. There's no other way. And, and he's team. going against second unit players. So I hate to say that, that he yeah, needs to that exactly. step down. But, like, you shouldn't be banging with the starters fully energized. It should be right. a place where you're you're coming out like a microwave where you heat up in 30 seconds with rookies and other guys that are bench guys and at your level now. And yes, you're yeah. still going to be in the rotation with other starters, things like that as rotation goes. But it's so much less pressure on him. I think whoever said it by saving his legacy, Lakers long-term success, I believe it was Corbin, like absolutely both of those, it's absolutely needed. And I think it'll be a very different story a year from now if he's elsewhere. But it's been, what, six different teams in six years or something like that for us. So it's about it's, to be, it's, yeah. what's, what's his legacy now? You know, it's looking like he's ending as a journeyman. And then, you know, I, I don't know. Damn, I don't, I don't damn, know. I don't Perry. Really, I don't really know. Yeah. He's he going to get one of those Hall sucks. of Fame videos where they're just going to focus on the first 13 years. Like, I, I just his Hall of Fame video, it was all Sixers and maybe a highlight or two of him on the Nuggets. It's going to be Russell Westbrook. All under. Yeah. Uh, you got a shot yeah. of him with the Wizards when he, like, did that record. And that's going to be it. We don't need to do the, the Shaq rainbow well, poster. The other stuff didn't Oh, it's going to be happened. it's going to be that. That Shaq rainbow. That's going to be crazy too. Okay. Uh, well then, he got a whole lot. So, do you all think there. Russ Russ is a little wa- I won't say washed because that's a little probably too extreme. Because I feel like Russ has still got his game from what he's he he has in the past. I just feel like I'm kind of with Aaron here. Maybe I'm more extreme as far as thinking he's even up to par what he was from his MVP when he was rebounding like crazy, triple-doubles, like everything. It's just the team that he's on, he can't be that guy. He can't just go grab the rebounds. He can't have the teammates who won't touch the ball so he can get the rebounds and get the assists and get the, the points. Like in, With this team, like he's got to be in a role where he's a facilitator instead of ball dominant like that's LeBron. Like If he goes to the second string, he can be that guy who is like that. I feel like yeah. once if they trade him away and he goes to a starting role, he will be that on that team because it's going to be someone with like a rebounding team or a rebuilding team or something to that effect where he can be that guy again. Like I don't think Russ is going to be a washed up player no matter where he goes. I mean, am I the only one that like that? Or are you guys really, I mean, it, Kind of feeling the room here. I almost felt like y'all feel like Russ is done in a way. No, he's not. I don't think he's done. He's not. Done. Done. He's, he's, done. It, it, he's lost like a half step. I mean, well, a little bit more than I'd say a step. Lost, you yeah, but he yeah. needs the freedom that he needs. When they say let Russ be Russ, what you're really saying is for inefficient volume score, you just need to have, <laughs> have the ball like 30 possessions a night or more than yeah. that. And like it is what it is. And mm-hmm. you can't afford to do that with Russ on this Lakers team. You could do it on a Washington, you could do it on a Charlotte. That'd be ideal, I think, or something like that. Well, you know, they're not going anywhere. Like a team that doesn't really have high expectations because then when he leads you to like the barest of benchmarks, so okay, great. Wow, look at him. You know, he still can get to the basket. 
He's still somebody that get two feet in the paint. That's something there. You just don't know mm-hmm. the ball's going to be with him when he gets there. But, like, he will get to the paint. You know what I mean? He will rebound. Those things are still evident. But right now for the Lakers team, I mean, come on. You know a guard who plays ideally next to West, to, um, to LeBron is someone who can, you know, second-side offensive um, creation, um, somebody who's going to be a decent enough shooter, somebody who can manage the second unit and play off alongside LeBron. Kyrie was probably the best example, but you saw Mario Chalmers and other guys. Lonzo Ball made it work for the one year he was there, you know, and he wasn't the best three-point shooter. Like, guys like that. And Russ, we already know his shooting is not there. And, yeah, I just – I mean, you said it. Nick. Like, it's not perfect, but I'm saying, like, that would be, like, the, the bare minimum of, of ball handler that could play alongside LeBron. Russ was far left to center when he came, you know, and so it hasn't gotten better. It's again, right, right. Right. you know, it, we're not looking like, at Rob Palenka, bro. Hasn't yeah, been good. I mean, it, it's like Perry. It's like you said. You could have had Buddy healed. Exactly. I still wish they made that move. Honestly, I, do. <laughs> no, I think I think they're gonna make that move. I think they're gonna make that move. <laughs> I agree. I think he has with the Lakers. Still. You had yeah. a chance to get Buddy healed for just Montrezl Harrell and Kyle Kuzma. That's what gets my gears. But Eric, I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll just go back to what Perry said before was like, is it Westbrook? Is he, is he getting worse or is it the system? And I think it's both. I mean, probably more the system, but like you look at Russ's numbers, he used to be an awesome free throw shooter. He's a complete liability at the free throw line. Like you felt he's turned into Ben Simmons drumming. Like it's that bad. And you look at that, you look at, I'm, you know, I don't even need to go into detail about the, the Twitter people that put together the highlight reel of all those jump shots that went off the backboard. Like, oh I don't need to go into detail <laughs> on those. The the ultimate low light reel. I mean, clearly, he's not the type of shooter he used to be. He used to hit those pretty consistently in OKC, if I remember Man, those, like, he, used to be he was a killer in the mid-range. Stop and pop was that he would go, like, it would be like this. Like, he's on a fast break. He would stop yeah. on a dime and go straight up, and it was money. That's gone. So, like, obviously, he's a step down from those days. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think it's those two kind of coinciding the role and then his just inefficient play and just come together on this team. It's just a train wreck. I don't know who in that front office honestly thought this would work. They need to be fired. But, (laughs) I mean, that's a – that's yeah, a whole and, other conversation. And, but, and free know. throws, all that stuff, it's technique. It's technique, it's repetition, but it's also being in your head. Like you have to have a yeah, clear headspace in situations mentally. like that. And you know that guy is living in his own head right oh, now. Yeah. It's it's so bad. So I think it's just a mixture yeah. of all three of those things. It's a little bit of regression, not the right system, and then just being in his head so much to where it's just now almost broken. It's kind of how it was with like Markel Fultz. Not that bad, but like it was a mixture of like him being injured and system and this and that, but it was also just him in his head for so long. You know, he forgot how to play. Like Westbrook cannot handle LA. I think that's a well, little bit of it too. Well, here's the thing though, like do, do y'all think that Westbrook's ego is kind of getting in the way of him really being effective with this yeah. team? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's not the only sure. thing that's holding him back from being effective with his team, but I think it would help for him to get to a better point for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're already up past 46 minutes and we're just in the news. We got a lot to still go into, but I want to ask this real quick. Quickly, what team do you think would be a good fit for Westbrook? Crickets. I, I'm going to say Charlotte. I don't even know. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. They need a wing. Yeah, they, need because, a wing. they need a wing that could do something. Outside yeah, well, they don't have Lomelo for a number of weeks, and if you look at their their guard depth after that, um, they got Dennis Smith Jr. I think they just signed. I uh, forgot what's his name. Um, 
this other ran, not a random back. Well, yeah, pretty much random backup point guard. Like they have no guard depth. They're gonna ask Terry Rozier to swing back to the point guard spot after you've already seen him flourish in that off guard role for the last couple of years. Um, they got nobody to handle the ball, and so you basically saying, Russ, run the show, you know. And I think that that would be where he would fall probably best at this point, you know. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lamelo's there. He's gonna be handling the ball a lot too. Oh, when he gets back, take, for they sure. would just take turns. They yeah. would just take turns. Yeah. But that's I, if, it, like, if any I mean, ball handler's going to do that with Westbrook, it, that I think it, Lamelo makes sense. Yeah, it's not about where's a good fit. It's where's there enough volume for Russ to be able mm-hmm. to do something close to what he used to do. That's more of a better question, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, and then and the thing is, like, hey, another... hey, even, even the Pacers, maybe I know Halliburton's there, but I mean, they just got rid of uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Right. But you know, it, again, not a not a. I wouldn't consider that a good fit. The question. The question is. It's that, but it's also do the Lakers want to give up those picks? That that's the that, that's the real question. Because oh, at this point, I think Lakers w- would rather lose those picks and have something that's some some form of unity in a way. What do y'all think about Portland? I'm just going to throw that out there because they no, I mean no. don't really have an idea. Unless I'm, unless I'm getting Jeremy Grant. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Damon I'm with Russ you. Don't work. Damon Russ don't work. No. Pacers, Pacers make sense because they have they. It, it's it's perfect for what the Lakers could get back in return and what yeah. they, they need. Floor spacing, buddy, 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 healed yeah. and some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you got a big man. They don't even need to be a big man. So Russ don't need to be there either. I right. agree. I agree. <laughs> but if Dame you got a big man that can shoot, like yeah, that's what they need. It's perfect for them. They're gonna have to give up. They're gonna have to give up those picks because right now their roster is like. The roster is like okay. You look at the starting five. It's LeBron, AD, and then it's like you know mix mix match. For, you know for the rest of that the rest of that right. closing lot. Those those next three. You don't know who the, you don't know who the other three are. You don't know. It could be yeah. Most most Beverly, most of the team is Reed. most of the team is new. Yeah, most of the team is no. New. Yeah, I see. what I'm saying, yeah. that, but even, but it's been it's been that way for the last like yeah couple couple, couple years because you look at yeah. like championship teams you know they're starting five automatically right. play, yep. championship contending teams you know they're five you know like yo sure. this is this guy this guy for Lakers like okay sometimes Caruso may come in there, then it was Ronda like it wasn't always it was just pretty much who was hot at that moment and I think right now if y'all haven't been able to find a solid starting five I've been mixing matching with big men for the, since LeBron's been there, all pretty much pretty much the same type of big rim running type outside of Gasol, pretty much the same type yeah. of big. Yeah. It's been the it's been the same. Can't find wings. You had wings, then traded it for Westbrook, oh, and now boy. you know what the wings back like. Uh, the wing spot is shooting. barren wasteland. We traded Danny <laughs> Green from Dennis shooting the twenty seventh, right after one of the ring. Yeah, I traded shoot, pretend, shooting wings for a non shooting point guard. Right, yo, yeah. Rob, yo, look, Rob Linka got to be on the hot seat, man. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I, mean, I know. Listen, I know honestly, he, was, he just got an extension. I agree. He just got an extension. I mean, he had it, I guess, over the offseason. Listen, yeah, listen I know, I know he was, I know he was, Co- I know he was Kobe's agent, and I know that you know that's obviously a sensitive topic, obviously. But we just, when we just talking the business of basketball, he has not done a good job. He has not. He has not, not done a good job. Championship. Not since the championship. Yeah, team. not not since no. the championship team. Yeah, he, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't done anything really. I mean, he getting more. Yeah, he getting more goodwill than the coach who won it. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, he's just yeah. he's just pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't. What's what's the big the big move he made was Westbrook. And, and, and we know we just talked about that. <laughs> and so he's about to be moved again. But uh, speaking of Kobe, anybody like 
Speaking of Colby, who all, because I have not, who all has seen the Redeem Team documentation on Netflix? I haven't that's yet. On my, that's have, on have. my agenda for this Fire. week, actually, Wednesday. Fire. Really? It so is, is it good? It. Yes, awesome. It so uh, let's sure. talk a little bit about it. Uh, CJ, let's hear, go ahead and keep on going. Let's let's hear your take on the Redeem Team. What, what do you think yeah. on it so far? Yeah, it's good. You know, they kind of did the history breakdown of the um, United States Olympics. Uh, mm-hmm. They talked about '72 when he, when Doug Collins, Phil Collins got got Doug Collins got robbed. Phil Collins, <laughs> Doug Collins got robbed. That <laughs> <laughs> my soul, man. That was still yeah, with me for forever. Like, that, that was just, crazy. Yeah, I, that was crazy. Um, against against the Soviets, and then they went to '92. Obviously, when the game changed. Um, so like, and then they, and they obviously they went to when they lost. Uh, when you know, and they had when Kobe was supposed to be there, but the situation in Colorado and it would have been a bad look back then in terms of a PR standpoint. That's why he wasn't on the 04 team. Uh, everybody knows that, <laughs> but yeah, they struggled. They lost, I think they lost to Argentina in 04. Uh, and then they let in Carlos. I remember, I remember Carlos, I remember when Carlos Arroyo baked them in that, in that oh, game back, back in the day. I remember nasty, that. Yeah, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was nasty. It was, it was nasty. <laughs> and then, yeah, it just went all the way to 2008. Then they burned and Kobe came in, and everybody was like, it's going to be an adjustment period with Kobe because, again, Kobe was kind of distant. He didn't trust anybody because of what happened, because of the Shaq situation, one, and then also, again, the situation that happened in Colorado. So um, it was it was, it was was a grace period where, they, you know, it took a while, but, I think Carlos, I think Carlos Boozer might have said it. He was like Kobe and LeBron. They kind of just, you know, put their egos aside. And then once once those guys did that, then everybody else kind of just followed suit and they went crazy. Obviously, I mean, as we know, we, we know they, they went dumb <laughs> and yeah. in the Olympics. And it was, it was a historic moment. Historic moment. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's, that's 2008. So yeah. I mean we're CJ, I'm, let I'm me what? stop you real quick. Yeah. I apologize here. Corbin, I know you have to go. I want oh, to go oh, ahead and let you give you a quick shout out here. Go ahead and say anything you want to real quick before you're leaving. Oh, oh, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for having me on. Uh, thanks a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm yes, definitely going to tell the documentary. And listen, I'm telling y'all, think about Darvin Ham for Coach of the Year. If, if things work out well, uh, that's not my take. I'm going to fall on you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not just kidding. That's not the <laughs> take I'm going to fall on you. You're on YouTube. No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just hyped for the season to start, y'all. Like, I can't wait to hopefully be back on here doing this with y'all soon, but I'm yes. ready. Tuesday cannot come fast enough. Um, let's get this show rolling, y'all. And okay. yeah, I hope to be doing this again here with y'all soon. All right. Yes, Hopefully, sir, we'll see you next week, right, Corbin? Oh, yeah. Appreciate you as always. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks, Thanks Corbin. Hey, great hanging with you, bro. Definitely. All right. He messaged that he's having to go, so I want to at least let him give a shout out there real quick. CJ, go ahead. Continue on. No, yeah, it was, yeah, like I said, just to wrap it up, you know, it was a good documentary. Um, you know, you're hearing this perspective of the other guys, Melo, Wade, Chris Paul, um, all, all those guys. And again, I was saying you know, that's like 2008. So, you know, I'm 14, 13, 14 at the time. So that's, you know, that's those are, those are, those are really, you know, those are really, you know, photographic memories. Hell, you I, was, you loved I was 10. That's what I that's what I mean. Like, you know, those those are memories you think about, you know, when you when you fall in love with the game, like whatever sport it is, when you're growing up, you think about those certain things. And the 2008 Olympics definitely one of those things growing up. Thinking about yeah, that. Sure. That's one of the reasons why I fell in love with the game. 
subscribe. Now, I will say I've seen highlights on like uh, Instagram or uh, Twitter and all that stuff. And I have to ask, who thought Carlos Boozer's voice would sound like that? I said something about that like when I first saw the clip. Okay, maybe I, that's where I yeah. see it because like every time I get on Twitter, it's it's Nick, 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 Nick everywhere because I think that's all he does. <laughs> but I'd see somebody like who thought Carlos Boozer just admit, Michael, I'm the only one you follow on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling you, as soon as he talks, you know, because Carlos Boozer is this big guy, that big old beard, bald head, and all of a sudden he's kind of got that high voice. I'm like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> But uh, I definitely love that clip that they kind of were talking about that, how everyone were out partying, and it was all the top superstars were out partying. And they came in at, like, I want to say it was like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And as they were coming into the hotel, Kobe was going out with his Kobe. shoes on. They're like, what are you doing, Kobe? And like, I'm getting my practice in. Like, Man, we, yeah. We've got, you know, this time in between. And the uh, the atmosphere that he brought at that day, and then like, okay, we knew from there, like, we needed to be on that. So – that perspective that I never seen of Kobe because I never was a Kobe Bryant fan. So after, you know, of course, with the incident with him passing now, seeing that side of him that I never was involved in seeing. So I'm going to enjoy seeing that part. And I'm sure there's quite a bit dedicated to him rightfully. So, so I'm excited about seeing that. Cause even I, I thought it was funny because one person I don't think, well, I won't say that way. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, I've never been a fan of him. I always felt like he's more individual of a player than more of a team player, and I'll just leave it at that part. But uh, even in that little clip that I think Nick shared, he went, I wasn't getting up at 5 a.m. I got up about 6, but I wasn't about to get up at 5. I was like, that's, that's, that's you right there, you know. So it's it's kind of good seeing the personality that we don't really get to see and, and of those generations that we grew up loving or was halfway grown up and, and maturing. As you guys say, you were 10 and 14, and I was, like, getting married but crazy, crazy. what about you, Perry? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I, I've seen a little clips here and there on Twitter, you know, especially like that one of Kobe running through the screen of Pow. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, and and and, and I'm just running right into Pow's chest. I'm a Lakers it. fan. I, I've grown up. I met Kobe multiple times. You know, my uncle's been a season ticket holder my whole life. I was one of those kids on the fucking floor high fiving players sometimes. And so it was cool. Like, I was blessed growing up. But, like, regardless, like, it just, you don't get to see that side. Like Michael said, even me being here in LA, like, you hear things, you expect a level of greatness. You could see it in his eyes. But how are you supposed to know that the behind the scenes stuff until you see these documentaries, until they, you know, some of these players really sit down and give their candid, really raw interviews about what happened years, years later. Yeah. Um, so even as a Kobe fanatic and someone that's lived here and, and I, I've tried to use the Mamba mentality in a lot of areas of my life as cheesy as that sounds long before he passed. Like I really believed in a lot of that stuff. And then, you know, that's, I try to outwork others around me, you know, I don't want to completely credit it to him, but it definitely inspired me in a lot of ways. So, you know, seeing even a video like that, pow, Kobe, who I went and saw a million times, it just made me see them in a different light. Made me see Kobe even more in a different light of like, fuck man, that was like one of the greatest competitors of my time. Like, just not even it didn't give a fuck who was there that was it was like it's like if we did a pickup game right now and i just ran through michael's chest and like you know we were the ones that put it on we were the ones that put it on together we invited everyone and i just All right. first play you'd be like whoa what the hell is today gonna be like like i thought we were just having fun like you know, <laughs> straight on he'd get fired yeah right but that's the thing like, yeah 
It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. No, yeah, I haven't seen it, but the clips that I've seen look oh, super yeah. cool. I am super yeah. excited to watch it. How about you, Aaron? Um, hopefully this isn't like really too much of a spoiler, but I think my favorite part of the documentary was the way they highlighted just the the process of rebuilding Team USA after 04. So they really emphasized like when, when um, Colangelo took over for that team and it wasn't just like, hey, let's just because the mistake, of course, we know this. When in 04, the big mistake was just gathering just whatever names they could and just throwing them on the mm-hmm. court and expecting it to work. They ran into Argentina, who, um, you know, when you guys mentioned that they lost to an 04, their strength was the community, the chemistry that they had on the court. And then you get to see how USA built that kind of chemistry over a period of years. So between 04 and 08, there's a tournament in 06. They had that tournament where they went out there. They lost that one too, but like it was the summers in between 04 and 08 that really kind of brought the team together and then allowed them to be successful in 08. So that was my probably my favorite part of it, just seeing the process that went into finding guys to commit not for one year, but for four years. So like before you even like start thinking about the next Olympics, you're already building the foundation. So that was cool, and it really kind of – show like how, what it takes to compete at the Olympics, not just names, raw talent. Cause I think honestly, we've run into that same problem here recently. Like when we went to the world cup um, a few years back and we got like seventh place, it was that same thing. It was a bunch of guys that I think hadn't really played internationally before and they weren't familiar with each other. But like when you have a team out there, regardless of the names that just know how to play with each other, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's the sky's the limit. So I really enjoyed that part and just, just they, they're talking about how they played in at UNLV, you know, in the summers together and they got to know each other and they bonded and had community. Mm-hmm. That was, that was cool to see. So that was definitely my favorite part. Awesome. I can't wait to see it. And that is definitely something I'm probably going to do Tuesday. Uh, I'm off work on Wednesday. So I'll probably stay up a little late. Tuesday. Open at night, baby. What you mean? Tuesday, Tuesday, midnight, like late. Like oh, I I think think Wednesday. So yeah. Uh, so. Right, right. Right into the, right into the, the, the sleep time. Okay. Yes. So let's get into uh, some NBA storylines. Let's get yeah, let's get into some NBA storylines. We're gonna start this yeah, segment. Like we already have. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously, yeah, pretty much. Well, we've been uh, doing uh, news, we're, gonna, news. we're gonna talk about some other teams though. Um, this segment is called buy or sell. Uh we're just gonna throw some teams at, at the panel here. Uh everybody's gonna obviously have opportunity to to respond, but they're gonna throw you know a list of teams and you know, we're gonna give us your thoughts whether you know you're buying this team or, or you're not sold. On this team going into next season, we're gonna start like with it. the Brooklyn Nets. We're gonna go with Michael by herself. What do you have to go to me first? You know what? I'm going to. It's a really hard team uh, because the chemistry. We don't really know what they're going to be like. I'm uh, going to try to be quick with this since we are in time here. We got so much going on. Uh, Wanted traded, wanted fired, wanted other players traded. We don't know what's going on. They ended up not calling the bluff, staying together. Right, ben Simmons right. is playing. I'm actually going to buy this team because of the talent that they have. Ben Simmons should be Mr. Triple-Double this year. I'm going to say he's going to be most improved player since he didn't play last year. Can that be a, for him? I don't nah, know. It wouldn't, so, it wouldn't, it wouldn't I, Yeah, I don't no. think so. But – uh. <laughs> I just think wait, 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 hang on, hang on a minute. So if if, if Ben Simmons shoots around like thirty five percent from three, he can't win Most Improved Player. No, Come on, man. Yeah, think about that. He's already been All NBA. 
No. You're improving. If the dinosaurs came back, you know, you know, how, how would civilization be? That's like oh, that's, that's like what you I just asked me. Uh, ben so, Simmons huh? shooting thirty five percent from what? <laughs> I'm going to can't even buy. shoot thirty five from the free throw line. Oh, Listen, hey, I mean, come he, on, man. Well, <laughs> thirty five oh, from Ben Simmons. I mean, you got to think he's got he's got KD who's going to be causing double team. He's got Kyrie that's going to be getting double team. Like he could have the most wide open shots from threes. He doesn't shoot them though. That's what, that's you can't shoot 5 if you don't shoot them at all. But what if he does? What if he does? It's improving. It's improving on the year before, so he didn't participate in the year before. No, so it's zero percent. So it's thirty-five percent higher. But uh, yeah. no, I'm buying this team, and I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I know we've on the show count the bucket many times have talked about the coach, what's going to go on with there, Steve Nash. How will he be able to control this team? Because I know. Uh, CJ, you've said numerous times that you thought he should have been fired in the past. But I'm still going to buy this team at the time now to see where they go forward. The manpower that they have, the talent, how can you sell this team at the moment? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to buy. Uh, again, I like the talent. My thing with Ben Simmons is, you know, I'm a fan. I, I like Ben Simmons. I like his game. You know, I like the, I like the game of basketball, <laughs> obviously. But uh, I'm not getting parried. I'm, I'm, getting I'm just parried. not going to. I'm just not going to put any more expectations on, on on Ben Simmons. If you don't want to shoot, okay, cool. You just want to be a guy that you know doesn't. He's the third shoot. option. It's okay. No, but I mean, still not shooting at all. And then Steve Nash comes, and this is when this is why I'm not a fan of Steve Nash. It's because like he comes out and says, "Oh, you know, if he doesn't shoot, then yeah, that's that's fine by me. If he doesn't shoot, that's fine by you, bro." So <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense? You, you're supposed to develop players. This man has right. never developed an outside shot in seven years. Seven. Well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. He has seven, we've seen seven plenty. years, bro. He has we, we've seen, we have seen plenty. Season. We have seen plenty of film of Ben Simmons in the summertime shooting jump shots. So he has it. He definitely has it. Now he he hasn't shown it in a game, but there is proof right, so not, that he can right, make some that, shots, bro. This man's played in high pressured playoff situations and never tried it. It's clip. There's no point even talking about him shooting no more, bro. He doesn't want to be a shooter. That's it. Yeah. No, it's a thing in your head. It's big in your head, too. Even if he's got it in the summertime, you know, like, he's just so in his head that, like, he's not going to do it. But how you how do you go through the game playing 35, 36 minutes, and it, it doesn't even come across your mind, you know, let me take this mid-range. Impossible. He's going to be so the yeah, four. Like, you say, what you say? He's going to be the four. Like, just put yeah, him down okay. low. I mean, nah, granted, yeah, that's that's what he's gonna do. They're, that's how they're gonna play him. He's gonna be their five. They, you know, he's gonna be their closing their closing five. Again, I like their talent. I'm not a fan of Steve Nash. Uh, I watched them. I watched their preseason games. I saw the Minnesota one. I saw the one against the Bucks. I think that was Wednesday. It still looks like heavy ISO to me. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just give the ball to KD and you know just just watch him. You know, have you know just go crazy. Same thing for Kyrie. Ben Ben brings a different element because he does have the transition. So he could go, he could score in transition um, and, and get stops like that. He could bring the ball up as well, so he could create some easier shots for KD and Kyrie. Uh, so if you know, if he just wants to be a specialist, play two way playmaking specialist. Cool, cool. But that's you know, just you know, be a superstar in that role and and, and ball out. I think their closing lineup is going to be those three guys, and then TJ Warren and Royce O'Neal. You need you need wings. You need length, especially in the East. Uh, it's a plethora of wings. 
uh, in the in the East right now. So uh, you you need versatility. And the lineup that they had last season, when they had Patty Mills and Drogic in their closer lineup, was nasty. Oh my god, Drogic at Drogic at small forward. Drogic at small forward was nasty. That was a nasty lineup. Uh, <laughs> so they they must improve. They got some length. They've got some you know defensive versatility now. Um, adding those two guys, so I'm I'm, I'm buying them. S- ceiling obviously is the finals. Um, I think anything outside of that, uh, if they get bounced out in the sec first second round again, uh, this this team is done. This team is is we're a different team next year. Yeah, I, I I say I'll buy. You know, I don't know what the definition of buy here is. You know, if it's like like buying them into like they'll be a you, perennial you contender or buying, in, you know, I, then I guess no, I don't believe in them to to make a run. I don't believe that that's like the core that's going to go. But I'm not saying that I'm completely out. You know, so I guess right. I'll consider this a cop out neutral because I, I guess I just want to see. I agree with you guys. They have the talent, Ben Simmons is is one of the better defenders in the NBA and I don't really care about his offensive game if he could be that good on defense and put a decent uh, you know be a Draymond that's mm-hmm. fine I don't care like it, that's better than nothing and you know being able to shut down you know a team's number one or number two is a huge deal so um I think it's good I like their I like the Royce O'Neal pick I love that stuff you know that's that's actually investing into your defense is that going to be enough? I don't know. So I don't want to say I'm buying. I don't want to say I'm selling. Um, I don't think I'm not out on the nets right. if that's considered buying. But I don't think they're. I don't know. I, at least they've kept Kyrie and 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 KD, so they have some continuity. So you thought you thought about buying it, but you know you might come back later and you might get yeah. It. You're like all right, you know uh, this, uh, this looks uh, good, but you know. I'll wait until it, uh, I'm waiting yeah. until it's on clearance. Yeah. He's gonna check Amazon <laughs> first. See if it's cheaper. On the sales. <laughs> uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, and um, and Nick, and then Michael. Uh, all right, I'm gonna change it up, y'all. I I like to be different, so I guess this is my time to shine. But I, I'm. I, I buy the the buy I buy the team on paper. Um, I don't buy the team in practice. Uh, just looking at the coach, I think CJ you touched on Nash, and um, you know I just think I feel like the, the the culture of this team is fractured. You got your two best players. Honestly, I don't even think either of them wanted to be there b- before this season. Like going into this season, I don't think either of them wanted to be there. They were both looking for ways to get out. Kyrie just came back because he has a player option worth 30, whatever, 36, upper 30s million dollar range. Katie asked for a trade. Nothing worked. The, the, the price tag was too high, so he's back for another season. Ben is great. I think Ben is going to have a great role with this team. I think he's going to fit like a glove at that four spot. Um, you know, I do like some of the pieces they have. Royce O'Neal is a great pickup. TJ Warren's a great gamble. I mean, he can get buckets in a hurry. Um, I think losing Bruce Brown is going to hurt a little bit. He was a good glue guy for him. Uh, he was a great def- multi-positional uh, defender. Um, he can actually score a little bit, actually better than I think he got credit for, hitting some threes, a lot of floaters, uh, inside presence, You know, even at a 6'4 frame. Um, so Patty Mills is still a great player, but I don't know. I just don't like the way this team kind of comes into the season. I-, I think some of the finer points might be missing with this team, but they have the talent, obviously. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they – made a run and got it together and did some things. But if I, if you put a gun in my head, I'd say no. Um, I'm selling on them at, at, as far as the potential of winning a championship, or I guess 
if right. I had to say they're going to win a championship or not, I'd say no. I mean, I think they're going to be a great team. They're going to win a lot of games. But mm-hmm. I've just lost faith in their ability to really compete at the highest level and the, when the pressure is at the highest. They have players that have done it before, but I don't know. I don't like the, the culture of this team. I don't like the coaching. Um, and I, I've seen them kind of collapse under their own weight um, too many times. So I'm going to sell on them ultimately but i still think they're a great team they're gonna have a great season so that's where i'm at all right uh i'm buying them you know what i'm saying i don't i don't really expect much out of brooklyn this year i don't think they'll make the finals or, every, or anything but i think this team can definitely make some magic work you know throughout most of the year um i know i know my uh cj you alluded to ben not shooting you know ben not being aggressive on the um, offensive end but when you look at the dynamic of this team I mean, they don't really need it for. I mean, it, it's a plus if he does want to be assertive on the offensive end, but I don't think necessarily need it. Like, I think Ben's role is really to be the facilitator, the playmaker, being able to dictate the offense, and of course, bringing that defensive versatility that he brings to the table. So that's really what his role is. You know, you have dynamic scores like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Then you have other great shooters, Joe Harris, um, Seth Curry, and the rest of these guys. So that just makes the job for uh, Ben Simmons easier to be able to pass the ball. So. Like like Aaron said on paper, you know, they do look nice, but, you know, the dynamic of the team is still up in the air, you know, whether this team will still fit together, whether Katie and Kyrie will be healthy for the majority of the year. So there's still a lot – there's still a lot of questions for this Brooklyn team, but if everything goes well, they could still obviously be one of the playoff contenders. But – so I guess you could say I'm buying them, but I don't really see much out of them. I just I – don't, I, don't, I don't see a finals appearance – a conference finals appearance is a maybe to me. Okay. Oh, so you're not so you're not buying them. Okay, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because you know, for, guess, for like for like the Nets, I guess you can say that. Yeah, Nets, Clippers. You know, like the teams we got here, we got the Nets, Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Hawks, Mavs. Like, yeah, Nets obviously is championship. Like that's their standard. Clippers championship. Uh, I mean, you could say the Mavericks. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Like, yeah, Timberwolves not not championship, but you know, maybe Western Conference Finals. You know, baby steps for them, obviously. Uh, Hawks were in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. Took a step back. Now they got a guy. So it's like you know, it's that that's that's where we're judging the teams. Um, next team is the Clippers. Uh, you know, another team with a lot of a lot of topics, a lot of storylines around them. Their two guys, Paul George and Kawhi, have been able to stay healthy pretty much for the majority of their tenure outside of really that bubble year. Um, so, Michael, yeah, uh, I'll start. I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with Aaron first. I'll go with Aaron first. <laughs> All right, Clippers, <laughs> yeah. Clippers. Man, um, I love this team. Um, I love the way this team is constructed. I think of them as the anti-Lakers. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> uh, just looking at, like, the Lakers, just lack of depth, and you look at the Clippers, they almost have too much depth. It's just yes. so vastly different in terms of how this team was built. They have two um, stars that can miss time, that can miss games at times, just like the Lakers. But the difference is you have guys like Norman Powell, uh, you know, Rocco, Terrence Mann, John Wall, ready to step in at a moment's notice. So, I mean, I'm going to buy this team. Uh, I know they've had playoff failures in the past, but uh, I'm going to say at some point these guys got to be healthy. So I'm going to bank on Kawhi PG being, being ready for prime time, supplemented by Batum and all the other vets they have behind them. Um, I think they're going to be able to kind of, I, I think coast is too, 
harsh of a word, but they can kind of take their time through the regular season. So their guys are fresh when it comes to the playoffs and they have lineups for pretty much any scenario. They can go big, they can go small. They have playmakers, they have scores, defenders. So I, I think they have all the makings of a championship team. So just looking at their makeup and how they've built this team, um, Luke Kennard, I forgot about. I mean, they just have so many guys. Mm-hmm. Amir Coffey is a freaking 12th man, and he's a solid player. So I just think from the talent to the stars to the coaching, I mean, that's another difference between them and the Nets. Uh, Tyler Lue is a great coach. I think they have what it takes to be a championship team. So I'll buy them, and I'm, I'm going to stand by that, and I'm going to go. I'm going down with the ship if, if they all go south. I'm just going to – I'm going to take that chance. Uh, Nick, we go Nick, Michael, and then Perry. I'm buying this team, man. I'm, I'm excited to see this team fully healthy. Um, we saw what they did last year. Uh, I mean, we obviously know that they weren't playoff contenders or title contenders, but they still fought. You know, Reggie Jackson was the, was the star of that team a year ago. So now you're adding that and you're bringing back the dynamic of your two-star players, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And then you're adding a um, real a, a very versatile player in John Wall, so it's kind of like you know I'm, I'm alluded to what Aaron said. You know they have a lot of depth, um, and I think that's going to play a really big role for this team moving forward. So the Clippers, the Clippers, probably I'll say them and Golden State are like the two teams in my opinion that have the highest chance of going to the finals in the West. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm totally buying this team. I think NBA fans as a whole nationwide wants to buy in on the Clippers, like especially my age generation, like the Clippers have always been relevant to that team that can't ever get over the hump back from uh, uh, Jordan, even uh, Griffin. And of course, Paul all there with the docs three and one leads that he can't do. So, I mean, we've always had the Clippers that are always at that limit, but can't ever finish the race. Won't go there, but, uh, so we finally got Paul George here. We, we've got Leonard, who's looks bulked up, like ready to go, most healthy he's ever been as far as muscle tone. And honestly, I'm going to say John Wall may be the most improved player this year compared to where he's been. He actually looks finally healthy as a player to see what he can do for this team. Uh, hold up. You've had your turn. This is my turn now, Nick. <laughs> Nicholas. So – uh, I'm, and, of course, it, it goes back a little bit of, uh, you know, the John Watt, Kentucky. So, born and raised here. I love the man back in 2009 when he was here. Even Boston Jr., as we know him as B.J. Boston. I'd like to see if he takes another step here and actually be more relevant of a team here. This team has a good lineup. I mean, we could go here and say each player, like kind of like Aaron did of a bunch of players, and, and kind of say, hey, what we expect from them. They're good. I mean, there's there's so many different ways that you can put a, a different lineups out there on this team here and still be good. So I'm buying in on this team for the fact that I want them to finally be there. We want them in the finals. If you're anywhere in your 30s, you've been dying to have the Clippers in the finals because I've seen them be dog dirt bad. So we're ready for them to be in the finals. Dog dirt. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you know, obviously I'm not a Clippers fan being a Lakers fan here, but you know, as an analyst, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think Ty Lu is quite an yes. experienced coach. I'm not gonna call him like best coach in the league or anything. He's had it, you know, quite easy on his championship runs with LeBron, but ever since he has shown quite quite 
No, I mean, yeah, it was. Any coach with LeBron had it quite easy throughout that. Come season. on, man. They either get fired or they win the championship. I just feel like that 3 1 that three one lead. Come on, man. Like, no, you're right. It is As a Warriors fan, Ty Lue definitely outcoached Steve Kerr in 2016. David Blatt is not is not coming back from a 1 3 lead. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I never said that. I'm just saying it, it, he hasn't won a championship with anybody else besides LeBron James, and that's plain and simple. And during that tenure was when it was pretty much a guaranteed final appearance every year with LeBron. So that's just a trend that followed him. Say whatever you want. You know, if you don't like LeBron or not, it was just what happened. So I I actually like this team a lot. The exact reasons you guys all said. I love that John Wall puck up. I like the trades they made at the end of last year. This is just barring the health of their superstars, in my opinion. If, if they can stay healthy all year and and really push, I really like what they've done last year. I really like how they've, um, you know, like you all said, added more depth. You got to kind of build a team for the long run. There's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of you know, stuff that goes on throughout the year. The COVID's not completely gone either, even though the protocols aren't quite the same. Like, there's just a bunch of stuff that could happen throughout the year. So having as many readily available players that can perform at a high level, it's, you know, ideal to have a deep team instead of, you know, doing the Thibodeau type of thing where you just play your starters 40 minutes a game and, and hope that whoever comes off the bench is okay. Having a deep team, you know, that's how you win championships. It's people that want to play for each other. That was what the Warriors did last year. They were just a deep team. I don't think they were the best team on paper going into the year, but they were just the best team, the best the, – they were well coached, and they wanted to play for each other. So, you know, I think it, it could be the same for the Clippers, so I'll consider it a, a, a buy. Ooh, was yeah. that tough for you to say? <laughs> I won't say it was. I won't say it was my most enjoyable thing to buy. In my life. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Blo- uh, I'm gonna buy the Clippers as well. Oh, you guys made great points. Of course we did. I we think they're. <laughs> I, th- I think they're just. Yeah, they're like the. They're like the Lakers in a way, where where their their top their top guys are always hurt. Um, but the difference is the depth that the Clippers have, and that the Lakers don't have. Uh, to fall, and the Clippers to don't have Westbrook. Oof. Well, I mean, that's a part. Yeah, that's a part. That's a part of the debate. <laughs> if, if it's a debate between a, a better team between the Clippers and no. the Lakers, that's not a debate. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, no. I'm not, no, I'm not debating that. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying, it's similar as in like Kawhi and PG always get hurt. AD and LeBron, right. you know, aren't always 100. percent So, uh, but again. They have, if those guys are out and those guys miss time, Clippers have guys that could come in, fill in, win a couple games here and there throughout the season when those guys obviously load manage or whatever, you know, that you want to call it now. Uh, when those situations happen, uh, Lakers, it's a lot of stress. Asking a lot of stress on LeBron and AD. Um, not only to play 75 games, but carry. I mean, again, you know, that's their job. They get paid to carry, but. You still need guys around you. Um, I just so I think the Clippers, they're they're definitely primed to to be really good. Again, that's another team. They traded a whole bunch of picks for Paul George, and they gave all those picks to OKC. But they still find a way to get guys yeah. get competitive, stay competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think. But looking at for, the other, they they went all in on the future. So it's it's one of those teams where right. you have you have to win. 
or yes. you don't have a future right now. So that's exactly. that's how it's currently looking. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're very aggressive, yeah. and I think uh, again, finals should be the the ceiling for this team. Kawhi Leonard's been to the finals multiple times already, two time Finals MVP. I mean, he went to he went to Toronto and then won a chip. So we don't for for Kawhi, it's just like. I look at Kawhi just like LeBron, KD, Giannis. It's, it's just it's title or bust for him. It's nothing less. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think the, the Clippers need to be Clippers need to be in the finals, man. This is this is the this is it for. I mean, I don't want to say this is it, but this is like okay. Like what what else what else are we gonna get now? Because the window's we, closing. Had, yeah, the the window the window the window is definitely closing, man. It definitely is because when 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 the team that we thought was going to be really good. They folded against the Nuggets in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Was, we were supposed to see Lakers Clippers, you know, part three or whatever during that season and in, in the Western Conference. That's what everybody wanted to see more than the more than the finals. Everybody wanted to see Lakers Clippers in the bubble. We all wanted to see that. That was their that was their best team when they were healthy. So now now if they're healthy now, but this team is much more talented, I, I, I think, uh, than that team yeah. two years ago. Um, so if they're healthy now, finals should be automatic. Um, and, they're, and they're the biggest threat to Golden State. Uh, they're the, the biggest threat to Golden State, not just because of talent, but also schematically, because Ty Lu has that edge against the Warriors. It just, I mean, <laughs> it's a factor. It's a factor. So does so does Kawhi. All right, uh, we got the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, no, we got the. I, I mean, we kind of talked about the Lakers already a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, we I, all I, sold. We yeah, all I think, sell the I think we're. I think we're. I think we kind of know what is Perry not buying. I mean, I, I, we're talking about buying and selling in regards to expectation. Like that was kind of how CJ said it. Yeah. Am I buying right. that this team's going to be a contender this year? No, I don't think that's all of our expectations. I'll be very happy, and we should with LeBron, AD, and company. You know, depending is we'll see how it goes, but. For expectation, where I think we're all at right now, I think I'll buy. Yeah, I think we'll. I think they'll make the playoffs, even if that's a play-in team. You know, I'm not saying anything like that. If that's our expectation, then yeah, I'm buying. But if it's the same as the Nets and the Clippers here, then I'm selling most definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the one thing I'll be excited about is LeBron's going into year 20, and so far he looks pretty good heading into yeah, he the uh, 20th. Yeah, so. he does. Don't, no, don't the guy, hate Michael. The guy's super. The guy's superhuman. Michael. Michael's that guy that in ten years is gonna say, "Oh, you know, I hate it. just like he did with Kobe before on this exact show. Oh, I hated on him before. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. And then now, <laughs> ten years later, all these documentaries are coming out. Now I see how special it was to live in the era of LeBron. It's. Oh, I, I'm just waiting ten years from now when when Michael's wife tells me, "Yeah, I know he won't admit it to you, but like he's saying it at home, like." He regrets hating on LeBron all those years. I'm going to say, I know. That's okay. We don't have to let him live. I'll tell you this. I used to love LeBron. I will tell you that. When he was Cleveland 1.0, I loved LeBron. I loved his style of play, pass first, all that. What changed? Nothing he still plays that the way. Drama. He went and yeah. picked another place. And the, what changed? What changed? It, 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 it was the Lakers. It was no Lakers. No, he went to the Lakers. Lynn has he, no. What even the Lakers first? It was. Hmm, let me make a. Uh, you, you're a Heat fan too. You're a Heat fan, so I think you should be happy. Change locations. <laughs> I hated. Yeah, one to change the location. The one making almost like a TV show of who I'm going to pick. 
the whole right. making all that. It just it got to me. It's ahead of his time. Going, I mean, look at today. Michael's a TV show now. It, it no. would have done it if it was social media age too. They all would have done it. It was ahead of his time. No, in this in this era, yeah, everybody everybody would have yeah. would have done that. But um, yeah, they're not. Like, they're still not doing that. I mean, because nobody nobody was as big as LeBron, so they, nobody's gonna right. have a show. No one's gonna have a free agency show for you know like, Kelly Oubre. Like, oh yeah. I will I will say Udonis Haslam. <laughs> Made it a really big deal that he was coming yeah, back. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, I thought that was. Don't even give me 20 years. That's suspense. Golly. To be a player coach for year so five or whatever. Fucking funny. <laughs> there you go, Corey. That's that's the right progression. That's the right progression. You hate him. You hate him because you ain't him in the beginning, and then you appreciate him. That's how it should be. Don't hate, appreciate. There it is. I'm not. I'm not style of play too. I'll say that. The the, and we've gotten in this before a few times. Me and CJ for sure. Just the style of play. I just don't like the style of play. So he's a great player. Obviously, I mean, he's what six nine. His style of play. I don't. don't Not anymore. I think he's changing. He's way too ball dominant. I, I just. I don't like it. No, I wouldn't be ball dominant to me. he was then? Yeah, right. I don't know. I think he's the best. What? Like, what? I mean, you talk about LeBron 1.0, it was like, come on. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping right now. Okay. Okay, LeBron 1.0 was a slasher ball dominant as far as penetrating, kicking out. Causing people to react as far as well, going he's, to he's older now. He's older now, I, so it's like he's not going to be in attack mode like he always. Well, he but shoots people, more threes now. He does shoot more threes. And, and more threes. back then, it was an offense that flowed through everyone. Now it's hey, someone come set me a pick. Now are I'm just going to turn we, my back. Are we are we forgetting that he's literally been there through the change of guard and through the change of era for the NBA? Like he still played when we considered centers to be a good thing. And now we're here now, 20 years later, two decades later. Let's not act like he didn't catch the 80s, 90s. It didn't change in the early 2000s. Let's not act like anything got softer in the early 2000s. The level of competitiveness, in fact, probably considered to go higher as evolution went, but it's okay. We won't have that debate. But regardless, 2010, 2020, that's when Steph came in the league, and that's when things started to change and become a three-point league. If LeBron didn't change to shoot threes the way he did right now, you know who he would be? Russell Westbrook. So he's Ooh. he's learned how to evolve and school him, Perry. Take him to school. Him. That's why it's that's not. I'm fine with the threes. That's not, not what I'm uh, mad he's about exactly. or upset nah, with. He's so nah, Michael, you hate Michael. Threes. Michael said. Michael said. Uh, he said he went to the. He said the team, the Cavs teams before, played more like a team, bro. He was, he was carrying. The team. He was. He was carrying the team. You're telling me Daniel Gibson and and he's like that. I can actually tell you guys if if you want me to. So, tell me, he was balling with Anderson Barajal for like three years. Come on, yeah, we really like we really five years He had he had us thinking Barajal was like. Now nah, we thought Virgil was a but listen, dude back then when he was playing with LeBron. Listen, <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, 
You speak it very well. You got boards. LeBron <laughs> is great. I can tell you LeBron he is great. These guys are good. Okay? I can say he is great. Yeah, I just don't like his ball style now because <laughs> he will have the ball for 20 seconds back and down, and no one will move on his team. They all stand at the three-point line. And that's why I feel like Danny yeah. Green could never get enough flow they're on the team. Double. But, no, the, everyone else that's just stands at the three-point three line. Because they're going to double. And, but there's wrong. Okay, that's why I like the Spurs offense, the uh, Golden State. Like it, it's a motion. Everyone's a fluent. They all you know are weaving more or less. Everyone moves. Well, LeBron Everyone don't on. play like that. That's LeBron why I don't, play like like that. don't. You don't see, when, when but, you see LeBron coming off screens. Never. That's what. So can I not like it? I mean, is that okay nah, I mean, for got, me? Not you got your, you got your style. Nah, you got, okay, you got so that's just me style. saying I don't well, like just... his style. That's why I don't like Carmelo Anthony's the ISO king. Like, let me just go over here and jab a couple of times and dribble two times to I shoot. Mean, it's butter. It goes in every time. It's good, but I just don't like it. Like, there's players you guys don't like, right? Like, I'm not saying I don't like LeBron because he's no good. He's no, obviously we know, we know that he's great. It's just that. I don't like his style. Like we were just confused just like when you said he used to like him and now you don't. I think that's what I got us confused because like I feel like he's been the same. But okay, I don't feel that, like that's, that's where well, that's the only thing. don't like his okay. style. <laughs> Michael doesn't like any <laughs> style. You know that. <laughs> Listen, Perry, I'm sorry, style, but a fanny pack. Well, Perry, Mike, he's hating. Michael on hates three pointers, bro. Like. If any team takes more than 33s in a game, Michael is upset, man. Like, Michael's like, yo, I, can, I cannot stand yeah, shooting. Get off my lawn, you sharpshooters. Oh it just <laughs> sounds crazy that 45 threes in a game. But anyways, no, LeBron, the reason that I would say that I probably started to dislike him more is the if he is the best player in the league that's supposed to be the best player ever, it's weird to me that the best would switch teams like he has. I feel like the loyalty that – the players would want to come Probably to that's him. A that's a different era. That's a different conversation. Era. Right <laughs> and the fact that any team that's, is that's on separate. went to the finals for a decade should show Yo, look, you that this, he's this is, the best player more I, than just building team continuity. Like that, yes. like I don't understand how that doesn't show that greatness follows greatness. Like this is the narrative killer, bro. This 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 line, this line but, I'm about to say right here automatically kill, kills that kills that line right there. You ever switch drops? You have you ever switch jobs? Have I yes, I have. Okay. Discussion there on. you go. <laughs> dad probably worked at the same factory for 50 years because that's how it was. You ever you ever you ever you ever you ever you ever um went to a different job but the same position? Like same like different 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 place, but same position? No. No? No. Okay. A different but, job, same position? No. Okay. No. Every time I've ever went to a different job, it's a promotion. So you so you so so you, so you think LeBron so you think LeBron going to I think him go from Cleveland to Miami is a promotion. Can we agree? Me too. Promoted promoted I mean, to the highest to the highest. Hell, yeah. Hell he like he did Cleveland a favor even going back. He did. Agreed. Bro, yeah, play mo- play mobility. They, was, I don't know if they ever happen. win a championship. I don't know if they ever win a championship. No. The rest of Somebody, their history, no. if LeBron did yeah, come back, doesn't look like they're trending. Somebody yeah. was gonna, somebody was gonna leave, bro. There was gonna be a player that was gonna leave at some point, and LeBron was the guy. You, it's, it's like no way we're, was, there we're no gonna have. We're gonna have seventy-five straight years well, of everybody staying yeah. on the same team for That's two right. decades, bro. It's a, it's we're a not business. having seventy-five. No, no, it's it's not, I guess, 
But we yeah, still have the day. That's how yeah, but it, all, the, all, all the leagues are more player-minded now, too. It's less of like, come work for our sweatshop where we control it all and you get to do <laughs> this. It's now like, oh, you guys are the business and we're here. Like, we need to value you. Oh, you have control now? It's a partnership. It's no longer like you. And social media didn't exist then. So there was less of us being able to blow things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. And all of us then. Look, you, think MJ, you think MJ would have been drama. as reckless? Yeah, yeah MJ would have been as of reckless course. off the court if he, if he had all eyes on him and everyone talking about him on social all the nah, time. MJ's like, perfect. It's just one of those things where like he, <laughs> you know no, one was, no one was talking 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been completely different. LeBron caught the decision right before the the, the the prime of social media because yeah, yeah. I mean Twitter Twitter was still yeah. popping, but it wasn't. It, it was young. Not like today. Yeah, it wasn't. Like it wasn't that. like today. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But but yeah. Uh. Again, I mean LeBron. I know you don't like LeBron, bro. But I mean, you're mad because he he did what everybody does. He switched. He went to a different. <laughs> no, changed not locations everybody. His job. Giannis hasn't. Dame hasn't. Bro, Giannis is not retiring Dame, in Milwaukee Dame. Buck. Put I'll put, Dame, I'll put anything. Don't on even get me started. Look, 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 look at Dame ruining I, his legacy by staying in the same place. I, like at the end of the day, anything, on on, on ruining his legacy. All, we, I respect we all, it. Yes. Thank no, you. I'll support all day. Do not tell me that Charles Barkley gets more more hate than any player in the world. And if you look back on his career. It's a killer game, but Shaq will sit there all all day and not even yeah, listen bro. to his opinion because he's Which, like, "Where's the I, ring?" I really hate that he does that. Where's the ring? I really hate that he does that. I, I, I'm not saying out. it's the right. I don't like that. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I, you. I, yeah. agree, with, I agree with you completely. Yeah, no, yeah. But it's just how it's going to be. We're going to look back in 20 years yeah. and be like, "Well, Dave never won a ring. He was a great Which player." Which is unfortunate. Like, yeah, that's how it's going to be. Rings get overrated sometimes. My my thing is with my thing is with Dame is that the thing is with Dame is that. It's not the fact that he wants to stay in Portland. I don't have an issue with that, but it's the fact that the front office has not really done really that great beside him. Like they really haven't done enough, in my opinion, to really build the championship team around him. And even so now, in twenty twenty two, that he wants to stay. Exactly. So that's my thing. Like I don't mind him staying. Like you know, if you want to stay, cool. But it's like loyalty works in both ways. You know, like if you have a franchise player, you need to do right by the franchise player and really build them a team. Like for example, look at back then, Kobe Bryant had requested a trade from the Lakers. The Lakers said no, and then the next year they got Pau Gasol, and then they ended up winning like a few championships. So even when Kobe wanted out, you know, the Lakers still said, you know what, we got this championship. All right, we have this franchise player, we have a superstar. Let us do what we have to do in order to like in order to like help him in order to help build a championship team around him. And that's not what Portland has really done pretty much almost throughout his career. I mean, I know he had guys like Lamarcus Aldridge, Nick Nick Batum and those guys, but let's be honest, like, you know, that team wasn't really winning a title. And even with CJ McCollum and those guys, I mean, they were a good playoff team, but they weren't really title contenders. He's gonna, he's 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 gonna leave. Hard he's gonna leave. He's gonna leave. He's going to leave. He's going to leave Portland. Um, when I don't know, man. Maybe not. He's going to paint him like this. They he's going to leave. Bag, maybe he sticks around. I mean, he might. He might. He might. St- he might stick him, around. Give him sixty million when he's thirty-six years old. I mean. Yes, no, I, I I agree with you, Aaron. Right. At that point, I'm thinking I'm thinking about me. I don't give a shit how you're talking about me in hindsight that I didn't get a ring. Go look at my stats. Like, go look at my yeah. bank account. Like, that's yeah, how he I'm does, thinking about it. He said it multiple yeah. times. He doesn't care if he doesn't yeah. want a ring. You know, he wants to do it there. And yeah. so, if he gets paid, if he gets 500 million during his career, and he makes All NBA and All Star. That's enough for him. So, I mean, I like the, tra- yeah. the Trailblazers, they got to the reason why, like, it's going to be tough for them is because they can't buy players. They have to build. They have to develop and build players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they the haven't only, drafted well enough to do. They that. haven't. Yeah, they have not drafted well at all. 
post. That's doing okay. Post. Like Simon's, I think was turned to be a good. Simon, yes, yeah, right. yeah. Simon, Simon's, Simon's, Simon's was a great pick. Yeah, Simon's was good. I'll say that. But Simon's good. Yeah, but they're, but they're, sw- they're swinging it. Mid- no, no, don't. Yeah, well, no, what is it? Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. Listen, I, I like, I like Simon's. I like Simon's, but here's my thing. I just, to me, to me, I feel like he's more of a Jordan Clarkson type, a six man. I don't really see him as being in that starting backcourt next to get next to Dan. I'm not yeah. gonna say that's like I, so far off. Yeah, I'm not, and that's not. I, I don't I, think that's that insulting either. Yeah, I don't think that's insulting. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. so where are we at, CJ? Yeah, 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 we were. Y'all attacked yeah. me on this LeBron hate. Now we got totally. Yeah, we got Y'all just bullied me. We had, we had to push on your place, bro. Come on, man. You disrespect the greatness. I can. I can just keep it no, real. I can hate real. whoever I want to hate. You sure can. A team I, I don't think you hate uh, are the Pelicans. What are we? Are we? Are we, <laughs> are we buying or are selling uh, Zion in the Pels this year? Zion MV freaking P Pelican oh. Pelicans. Wow, that's your, that's your MVP. That's your MVP. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he can make it, it through the <laughs> season without that's, eating a single donut. He can be a MVP this year. A single donut? Yeah. Or gumbo. My guy rolled the ankle. My guy rolled the ankle. Let him come over. Big, big buy. Um, yeah. um, Aaron, are you, but no, are you buying? But for real, oh, Pelicans, okay. I'm definitely in, in buying on this. I think uh, CJ coming over uh, midseason, what they were before that trade, they were mediocre. After that trade, I want to say they were like – I'm going to say like 20 and 10. I'm just throwing out a number there. But their their record was a lot better improved. Add Zion to that. That's at least 10 more wins on that record. So I think Zion healthy. He has slimmed down. They did show a couple pictures of last year's media day and this year's media day. He has slimmed down. He is cut a little bit. Yes, he's already rode that ankle, his left ankle. It didn't look too bad, but a lot of weight coming on. And a road ankle is going to be rough anytime. But – I do think Pelicans all in on this year if they're going to make any type of run towards the finals on either the Westerns or the whole thing. I think this year, next year is going to be it. Uh, so I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy the Pelicans. I don't think I'll go that far though. I don't think they're ready to make a huge, huge leap like that. But I mean, playoff team. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be feisty. Um, I'll, I'll agree with Corey. Um, I'm not, I don't. I think Zion will win MVP if he stays healthy. Zion will win MVP not this year or this just year. in okay. no, in, in general. In general, I'm with yeah. you. Um, fair, I think he's going to be all NBA if he stays healthy. All star. This team is going, you know, at least first round. Maybe it could be a second round team because uh, David Griffin has done an awesome job building this mm-hmm. roster as well. Uh, he Corey, has a franchise player. Corey joined the stream, man. <laughs> he should. He's, he's chiming in quite a bit. Um, but I mean, you, you build a great team with the foundation of Zion, BI, and CJ. You got a veteran mm-hmm. in CJ. That was a great trade. I like that. But you also have some great young guys to build around. Um, um, Alvarado, love his game. Um, Trey Murphy and Herb Jones uh, at the swing men spots. Excellent drafting uh, back to back years. Um, and then you look at the front line. I mean, Valanchunas. Uh, Jackson Hayes, I guess, a good backup center. I don't think he's ever going to be a starter, but a backup center is good. I mean, they just have quality players at every position. Larry Nance, uh, that two-year extension was a good move in my eyes. 
Um, Carol Lewis Jr. at the guard spot, he's coming back from an ACL tear, so he could be a nice piece down the line. Mm. I mean, go all the way down the roster. I mean, there's there's good contracts on the books here. Guys are locked in for a few years. Najee Marshall, yep. I mean, he's gotten kind of lost in the, in the shuffle a little bit, but he's a, he's a good player. Um, next year, they have a lot of team options. So, I mean, those are so some of those guys are on rookie contracts. So, I mean, their, their cap sheet situation is pretty good. Like, they're going to start getting into tax territory here, but it's a good problem to have because, I mean, you're paying a lot of money to guys that are deserving of the money. It's not like you're mm-hmm. – sorry to throw Westbrook under the bus, bus again, but, you know, it's not like you have a Westbrook contract or something like that where it's just weighing on your yeah. books. Uh, they have flexibility. They still have a good amount of draft picks. So, I mean, I think this year they're looking good and even better over the next few years. I think they could be even better um, if if, any, if this last year was any indication. So I'll, I'll buy the Pelicans. They're a great team. Granted, Zion stays healthy. That's the biggest question for them. But if he does, they're going places because this, this team is awesome. Yeah, I'm going to buy them too. And, I mean, again, it's what we're using as expectation for – what is buy and what is sell for for Pelicans. But I'm actually right there with Michael. I think a 10-win bump from last year isn't actually too far-fetched. The amount of progression they made after that C.J. McCollum trade, I mean, it was a completely different team, like a completely different team. They were nowhere close to playoff trajectory before he got there. And, and this was all without Zion last year. So with or without Zion being healthy – I still don't think 10 win improvements too far fetched because if you mm-hmm. took exactly how they played in the second half last year, stretched it out throughout the entire season, you're creeping up towards the seven, eight, nine, 10 win improvement uh, from their overall record last year because the first half was okay. Um, so yeah, I'm in agreement with, with what Aaron said here. I really like their pieces. I think they got a good young core Zion coming back CJ. They're well coached. You know, I, I think they have a they have a really good front office now. Obviously, you can see with the moves they've made the last two years. I think it's uh, happy times in New Orleans right now. I'd be happy if I was a Pelicans fan. Perry, I look, like you so much better when you agree with me. I'm just going to throw that out there. Let's do that more often. Okay, I, I gotta keep I gotta keep you on your toes sometimes. <laughs> uh, we got Nick. Nick, you went right? Did you go? I haven't went yet, oh, but yeah. I mean, I'm he's going to sell. Be, you know, because he's a hater. He hates uh, – not about to say LeBron, it just comes natural. Sorry, guys. He hates uh, Zion. I, I don't hate Zion. It's, here's the thing. Like I, I actually tweeted this the other day. I'm like, a healthy Zion can be an MVP candidate. I'm not saying he's going to win the MVP, but he can be an MVP candidate. Um I'm buying the Pelicans. You know, I, I like I like what they did last year. Even without Zion, they really, they really made things competitive with Phoenix in that playoff series, pushing them to six games. So even this year, we – you add a guy like Zion Williamson. And here's the thing, too, that people don't people don't really mention is that, like, guess who's in the front court alongside Zion? You got Jonas Valanciunas who can space the floor and not clog the lane for Zion to attack. You know how well that's going to be? Because you got to think, even the season before last, Zion averaged 27 a game on, like, 62 63% from the field, and he had Steven Adams as his, um, as his front court mate. Now you have a guy like Valachunas who can space the floor and not being able to um, to uh, clog the lane. It's going to make the game even easier for Zion. So I expect Zion to have a good year. Brandon Ingram is going to have a good year. CJ McCollum is. Um, Herb Jones, in my opinion, first team on defense. I like uh, Dyson Daniel. So, I mean, this this team is really good to, uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely high on, on New Orleans as well. Um, I think it could be really good. Uh, I just feel like, again, Zion's health 
Zion Self, you made a good point. You made a good point too. They could they could honestly play five out. They could they could play different styles. They could play five out with Valentunas obviously at the three. They could do a multitude of different things. They're gonna have to play defense, BI Zion. They're gonna have to really step up and, and be uh, you know, a, a way above average defenders if they want to get to, you know, be one of these upper echelon teams in the Western Conference. You gotta be able to lock up your top two guys have to play defense. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to for for those guys. Um, I think the Pelicans, yeah, they're, they're going to be really good. I'm definitely buying them. Timberwolves, big trade, Gobert traded, you know, a farm and a half to get Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they definitely surprised. <laughs> they surprised some people last year. Uh, I believe 50 wins, able to get 50 wins, have a really good, really good season. You know, I had a back and forth series there with, with Memphis. There was definitely some points where people thought they could have easily been the victor of that series, uh, just folded in, in key moments. But are we – new year, new year, Ant. People think Ant's going to be the guy. Cat's going to take a step back in terms of the pecking order. Is that going to change the Timberwolves' hopes now adding Gobert as well? Uh, start with Perry. Buying or selling Timberwolves as a – uh, I'll say, I mean, again, you know, when I, for Timberwolves, it's really like, I mean, they position themselves to be in a, a spot where they, they, you know, they want to get to at least the Western Conference Finals. So that's, that's I guess that's, their, know, barom- that's their barometer. It's or, Western or, Conference no. Finals. You know, I, I'm not disagreeing with ceiling. you. That's ceiling. That's their yeah. ceiling. That's their ceiling. I should say, yeah. They did sell a lot. I'm going to, if it's that, I'm selling uh, this year. I'm not saying I'm selling for years going forward. I do like what's brewing in Minnesota. I do like that. I like their trajectory. Although again, you're right. They sold a lot. They really gave up a lot for Gobert. So, you know, it's not that they're putting all their chips in the table, but pretty damn close. Um, but not just for this year. So let's keep that in mind. It wasn't like Rudy's coming on an expiring contract this year or anything like that. That's not the case. So, and and Carl Anthony Towns has signed up. You still have, you know, obviously Ant is still on his rookie contract. So, you know, I definitely, I'd say buying on them next year, if that's to foreshadow. They're a team I'm really excited to watch this year. And I'm actually rooting for, I really am. Because um, I think they just had a lot oh. of hard times. Oh, you, you know, have two teams you're rooting for? No, no. Oh. I'm not. A, there's a difference between rooting for someone and being a labeled fan of somebody. There's a large difference. Uh, but no, I'm I, not this year. Next year, I think they're gonna take that next step. And again, that's barring the moves that happen through another year and how it looks this year. But I think they're definitely making the playoffs, and I can see yeah. them being like the four or the five seed. I think the four or the five seed is, you know, pretty realistic in my head. I think, yeah, they, they could be. They could be a they could be a four or five seed. Um, that's that's really if if Ant plays like an MVP or or Cat and or Cat, either one of those guys play at that at that level. Um, we'll see. Go the Gobert trade. I'm I'm. I'm I'm gonna sell from this from from the standpoint of uh, I don't think they're gonna go to the East, Western Conference Finals. Uh, I think they could be a really tough team for you know one of these top echelon teams, upper echelon teams in, in a series. They can make a tough six seven game uh, series. You know with the squad, I could see that. But I'm just not sold on. I just need to see more. You know, we only saw one year of them really having a lot of success. 
with with Cat and Ant right now. They go bear trade. You know, it's a it's a good move. I mean, it definitely helps them defensively. They don't need a lot of offensive help. Um, but I don't know if it's a championship type move, if it's a move that's gonna get help them get to a championship. Um you know, Gobert's a good player. He's a specialist. We know what he does, what he brings to the table. To me, I, I don't understand how you could play for so long and, and not have zero offensive game, post game. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, he, 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 he's going he's gonna to block shots. He's going to get rebounds. He, he changes shots at the rim. That's, that's his job. That's what he does. Is that going to help them go to the, you know, Western Conference Finals, or do I think they're better than the Warriors or the Clippers? Nah, I, I don't see that. But um, I, I just say I'm going to I'm going to sell on them. Uh, you know what? I'm going to sell on them as well. From I guess based on what I've seen a lot of people say about the team in terms of how far they can go, uh, I'm not ready to completely just push all the chips in when it comes to this team. Cause you got to think about the hierarchy of the West. Like the Warriors are still a tier above them. In my opinion, um, you could even make a case for, for Denver being above them still right now. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a tough conference still. I mean, the Mavs are right there in that, in that conversation, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies so I mean, yeah. For yeah. Sure. So the, the Clippers, yeah, of course the Clippers are all in on the Clippers. So I think they're still one tier below true championship contender. Uh, I think that's, if they can get another leap from from Cat from Edwards, then it becomes a possibility. But I think this move alone doesn't automatically put them in the conversation. Now, if we're looking at a possibility of hitting 45, 50 wins, absolutely. Uh, four or five seed, I'm definitely on that as well. I would agree with that. Second round, um, very successful season. Uh, but like you guys have mentioned, I mean, th- this is a multi-year thing. I mean, Gobert is getting into his 30s, but he's not a player based on athleticism. He could get I mean, we just got to talk about him not having a post game. So, I mean, his him aging is not going to just significantly affect him immediately. You know, once we get three, four years out, I can see that. But, you know, if they could build this foundation over the next few years, these guys can learn to play together. Because that's another thing. Towns and, and Gobert, that's not a natural pairing. They have to learn how to play together because there's a reason why most teams don't play lineups like that anymore with those two guys at the forward, uh, forward and center spots. So they're going to need time to mesh. That's probably going to take a whole season. Uh, you know, Edwards, his role is going to shift a little bit, having a guy like Gobert there, uh, D'Angelo, getting him incorporated. So I think there's a learning curve that comes along with having Gobert there. But I think there is a potential for them to reach a slightly higher level next year or the year after that. Uh, they're going to have to deal with D'Angelo Russell. As you guys can see on the cap sheet, no trade clause. Um, he's going to be a free agent next year. So they either have to re-up him, which I'm sure he's not the most loved player in Minnesota, to be fair. And they don't have the means to re-sign a player of his caliber because they're in tax territory. So that's their biggest challenge. But if they can navigate that, Edwards takes a leap. Uh, they have they retained uh, McDaniels, which I think was a huge plus, not trading him to Utah. Uh, Nas Reed is one of the best backup bigs in the league. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. They have a solid team, so I'll sell for this year, but uh, the jury is still out on future years because they have um, some guys that are just going to get better. So um, there's a lot to look forward to with this team, and they'll be good this year, but it may not be the year for them to necessarily make that ultimate jump that they want to do based off of making a trade that 
that um that that big facts fact all right uh we want to go through a couple of these teams we're gonna go a little, speed it up a little bit uh for the buy or sell uh we're gonna go from michael we're gonna go michael nick myself perry and, and aaron just straight straight down uh for the hawks and and the mavericks michael we, we buying or selling for hawks and and, and mass I'm going to sell on the Hawks. I think that there still needs some maturity growth. I'll just leave it at that. Mavericks, I'm going to hurtfully say sell just for the fact I think Brunson losing them is going to hurt quite a bit. And I'm being – I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm in on Brunson now, to be honest with you. Uh, I, but I think they're good. I, and the only reason why I'm saying sell conservatively here is because I'm thinking – finals uh, or western finals and i've already said clippers are there and some other teams are there so their mavericks can't make it there if everyone else is but i like where the mavericks are going so okay. i'm gonna say sell on both of those all right um for the hawks i guess you can say i'll sell i mean I, I like i like their roster but i still feel like they're probably a year away or maybe a move away from really Establishing themselves as real playoff contenders in the East, so I mean, I like I like the uh, Dejounte Murray um, addition. I think him and Trey Young will be very effective in the backcourt together, but I still feel like they're probably just one year away, in my opinion. And for Dallas, I'm going to sell as well. I mean, I like the team, but I don't really see this team being better than what they were last year. We all know what Luka Doncic is and what he could bring to the table, but as far as the rest of the roster, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie's a solid a solid piece. Um, they did grab um. Christian Wood, but they but they but they're going to utilize him as a six man rule, which is kind of crazy. So I don't know if he's really going to be a part of that team long term because of it. Um, Javel McGee, McGee is a good addition as well, but personally, just like just from the outside looking in, I don't really see Dallas really being better than what they were last year. Yeah, I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna also sell for for both squads. Um, again, I, these are these are playoff teams, but when it comes to you know championship contending teams. Um, I'm gonna sell, even though even though both squads were have been in the conference finals over the, la- the last two years. Um, Hawks, yeah, I just think they're one guy away. I like Murray, I like the Murray trade, but I just think they're just they're missing one one more guy, one wing to really change change life for them. Um, and then for for Dallas, I think uh, Christian Wood, it's it's a good move, you know, horizontally. You know, I don't think they went up or down getting Christian Wood. I think he's a good player. He brings a lot to the table. He's very versatile, and you're gonna need you're gonna you're gonna need scoring after after losing a guy like Jalen Brunson. But the question for them is still who's who's the second best player on the team? It, it's just still Luca and everybody else. Uh, and in the Western Conference, you need two stars minimum uh, to contend in the West. And right now. It just looks like the the Luka Doncic show, and with a bunch of you know quality quality role players, so they're going to be good. Uh, Luka's going to play his have his stats, but they're not going to win a championship until they get another superstar in there to to pair up with uh with Luka. Uh, yeah, right, pair yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I agree with all of you. Really, I'm selling on both. If we're using a west or western or eastern conference uh, appearance to be our standard there. I'd say you said it very well too, CJ, with the Mavs move for uh, Christian Wood, who I really do like actually more than I guess others do. 
Um, but I think it is a very horizontal move. You know, you lose Brunson, you bring in Christian Wood, very different players. So it's not like a swap in, swap out by any means. But, you know, in regards to talent on the roster, we're still in the same stratosphere there. I still see the Mavs being a very similar team to what they were last year. And you mentioned it earlier with the Hawks taking a step back last year. They absolutely took a step back. Now they have Deontay Murray. Um, and I think they're going to take a step forward. But I think what they're going to be is the team that they were the year before, where they're competing, you know, maybe. That's their ceiling is kind of what I'm saying. But it's right. just more moving pieces now. So I'm not going to say I'm buying on them either because I could definitely see them being a first-round exit, um, you know, and, and working on it for the next year, feeling good about a few things. But I am excited about Trey Young and Deontay Murray. So, But I am going to sell on both. I'm, I'm very intrigued with the Christian Wood um trade there but again you're you said it best it's horizontal so i don't think either are going to make the conference finals yeah i agree with you guys on both of those teams uh a lot of people are making a lot of noise about the hawks uh you know i'm excited to watch them you know i'm in the atlanta area and i'm going to try to make it up to some games this season but i don't think the Dejounte move enough on its own was enough to get them into the tier one um you look at the landscape of the east with Boston and and Miami and, and Philly and Milwaukee. I mean, they're not quite in that same tier, I don't think, at least not yet. Uh, I think they're still a piece or two away. Uh, they have some great pieces, but they have the same problem that I think Minnesota does in terms of two of your best players not really meshing well on paper. Uh, DeJounte and Trey, I mean, in terms of defensively, I think they're a good match because DeJounte can cover for Trey. Offensively, it's going to take time because – Last year, DeJounte was the guy. And based on what we saw in the summertime, he's, he's feeling himself a little bit. And he's thinking, like, hey, I averaged 25, 8, and 8 last year, whatever it was. Like, you know, I can do this. And Trey, every year, he has a usage rate of over 30%. So trying to get those guys to gel immediately, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, and then, like, how does DeAndre Hunter reincorporate himself? Like, is he going to get back to where he was in his rookie season before he got hurt? I mean – or I think it was the second year where you really start to take that jump. Uh, you know, it, can Clint get back to being the rim protector he was before? Like, there's still some questions to address there. So they're going to be a, a good team. I think four is probably their ceiling in terms of where they can finish in the standings. Uh, but, I mean, that, that's a good team, better than last year, but I don't think they're quite ready to take the leap. Uh, kind of the same thing with the Mavs. It's kind of interesting because, you know, Trey and Luca, we compare those guys all the time. Their teams are probably in the same spot. They're just off of being a true contender. Luca is going to carry them to several wins, obviously. But like you guys were saying, Christian Wood is a great player, but he's not a franchise-altering player. Losing Brunson's going to hurt. But they do have Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back. I think we forget that he's even on the roster because he missed yeah. most of last sure. season. So he's going to be able to fill that gap a little bit. Uh, but he's going to be a guy to, to keep your eye on because he hasn't played in so yeah. long. And they obviously made the trade first, Dinwiddie, which helps. So, I mean, they have some pieces. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Luca can pull some magic out of his hat because he's done it a few times before. But just spinning on it right now, I'm selling both teams. But they'll still probably be in that four to six range. Uh, but they'll both be very good teams. I mean, Trey and Luca, I mean, they're going to keep being at the top of the, the the standings, top of the leaderboard in terms of individual players because they're, they're that special. So, Fun teams to watch, but they're not quite ready to make the ultimate leap. Uh, but on that note, guys, I got to sign out. But thanks so much for having me again. You know, always love joining. Yes, sir. Us. Appreciate you, Aaron. CTB 
Yes, sir. Anytime, anytime you want me on this season, I'm happy to join you guys. Absolutely. Um, but it should be a fun campaign. I'm excited to follow with you guys and best of luck here at uh, Count the Bucket. Love what you guys are doing. So keep up the great work. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You too. Talk soon, brother. you guys later. Yep. See ya. All right, baby. That was Aaron Washington. Uh, no trade clause. Uh, shout out to Aaron for stopping by, brother. All right, we got next segment. Um, again, we got uh, NBA stairs, like uh, steps. What's what team is going to take a okay. step like forward, it. step back? Uh, we're going to go. We're going to go Nick, Michael, and then Perry. We're going to start with the Celtics and then the Heat. For the Celtics, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I mean, I. We discussed the Ime Yudoka situation and how terrible it is, but in my opinion, I think Boss is really gonna like, like really. I, I think I think I think the loss of Yudoka is really gonna affect Boston this year. So I'm gonna say to take a step down. I know that's crazy for me to say because I mean they they just got a guy like Malcolm Brogdon who's really gonna fill that playmaking type role. But in my opinion, you know, without having that great coach that, that they had that led them to the finals, I think that they're gonna suffer in my opinion. So. Boston's still going to be a pretty solid team, but I don't really see them possibly, you know, being the team that they were last year when they got to the finals. And who did you say, Miami, I want to say? Yeah, Miami, yep. Um, to me, I don't know. Like, Miami, to me, is kind of going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? I don't really think they got any better, but I don't think that they'll be any worse. I mean, they still got Jimmy Butler. Um, hopefully Tyler Hero can stay healthy throughout this upcoming season. You know, how can they utilize other guys like Duncan Robinson? Um Who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? Uh, one of the other shooters. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember his name. Oh, shooter. No, it's Strauss. Yeah. Uh, Strauss. Yeah, Max. Strauss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Strauss. Um, so Miami, yeah, my, Miami's, I guess you'd say Miami's still the same. Like, you know, they didn't really upgrade their roster, in my opinion, but I still think they're not going to be any worse than what they were last year. Okay. For me, Celtics, unfortunately, they're going to be a tricky situation because we don't know what we're going to expect or don't know what we can expect. Uh, you know, uh, mid-season January, they came out from whatever meeting they had and turned it around where they went like 30 and 10. Now, I said that earlier, that was a random stat. Boston actually, I think, was close to that stat. So they turned around with their defense or tweaked to their schedule or their lineups and everything. So they lose their head coach, though, and a lot of that swag is going to be missed, I think, because of that head coach. So we don't know if we're going to be able to get that leadership still from them. I don't think we'll lose much from them. But I do think it's going to take a factor in there. Uh, once that this the scandal went down, I mentioned the the Sean Payton of the Saints from the what was it the Headhunters? I couldn't remember the end. Bounty, bounty, bounty hunter, yeah, bounty gate. So I so I think some of that's going to happen here, where you know you don't have your head coach, your leader, the captain of your ship. So I do think they won't repeat as far as they did. Of course, they went to the finals. So I'm going to say they don't climb any stairs anymore. Now, moving over to Miami, uh, Miami didn't get any better this offseason as far as at, rosters. At all. at all. And that scares me a little bit. But being a Heat fan, listening to some of the medias and different things on that, they're putting a lot of faith into Tyler Hero. And they're putting a lot of more faith yeah. into Bam as far as stepping it up this year. So, hopefully, that's the case and that's why they didn't do anything. And of course we know Oladipo didn't even or actually took a pay cut to stay there. Lowry, uh, if he can stay healthy, can be a good point guard for this team. I think Miami can coast this year. So I mean 
I think Miami. Yeah, those are good points. Those are good points by Corey. Makes sense. I think Miami can be good if they all stay healthy because Bam missed quite a few games. Hero missed quite a few games. Hero was out during the playoffs. Lowry was out quite a few games. I don't know how many they really missed. Uh, Oladipo was Cooked. out most of the season. What? I'm saying Lowry's cooked, man. I'm sorry. You think he's cooked? See, not a believer, man. He's getting old. He's not. He's not getting his shape. Like, come on, man. I mean, you, you got to do something. Uh, he's still fast. I don't think he's out of shape. I think there's almost uh, a cloud over him that everybody thinks that he's this overweight young po- or short point guard. Like, there's been people even talking about he just looks pudgy, but he's actually an in shape player that just has that for some reason over him wherever he goes. So I, I think it's. Not as extreme as that. So uh, I'm okay with this. I won't say that they decline because I'm a believer in the system at Miami. It's a culture thing there. The the way that they all build in, they all believe in each other. Haslam came back. So, I mean, that's obviously a step forward there. Mm. But uh, I'm probably being longer than I should be. I'm going to say Miami plateaus. I'm going to say that they stay the same because all these players that – were hurt so much, now can be hopefully a full season with them all there, can show that they can improve. So I don't think that they decline any. Yeah, I'm for the Celtics, you know, I'm going to pretty much my answers are the same as both of you. Mm-hmm. The Celtics, funny enough, I think the team on paper took a big step forward, if actually, mm-hmm. in my opinion, bringing in oh, Malcolm, yeah. Bro- Malcolm Brogdon and Blake Griffin's not a game changer there. But another piece to kind of add in there to the rotation. Just a rotational player. It's just another experienced player there. On paper, I like their team actually more than last year. But, you know, Mm -hmm. continuity with the coach and and drama within an organization does send ripple effects. So Mm -hmm. I And we're not saying the Celtics were a first-round bounce. They made it to the finals. So if we're stepping up, we're stepping down. It's got to be a step down because I don't think they go back to the finals, but I definitely think they go back to the playoffs. And I definitely yeah. think they don't take as much of a step down on the court as everybody thinks at all with mm-hmm. Udoka. I'm not saying it's not going to be noticed. It most definitely mm-hmm. will because he made a big difference. But I definitely think all these players being there last year and making that run and then adding a guy like Brogdon, you know, to me, I don't see why they would be worse on the court with the exception of what a coach can do for you, pushing you forward mm-hmm. beyond talent. So that's, I think they stepped up for the roster, stepped down for where they'll end mm-hmm. next year because the expectations as high as it can be by going to the championship. Uh, and you guys all said it best with Miami. I'm not going to ring around the Rosie the same way. Um, they didn't improve much. The only thing you could bank on is being healthier and team continuity another year. No difference in coaching, same mm-hmm. guys there. So they've made a championship before. Granted, it was obviously different circumstances with the bubble and stuff like that. But, you know, they've been there, done that. So uh, I could see them taking a step up. I don't feel confident in saying that because there's nothing they've done to take a step up. It would just be them staying healthier and getting lucky. And Kyle Lowry is more in shape than I think you guys say. He he has that body. First off, he's one of the better defenders in the league. And he leads the league in charges every single year. So is he still the same dominant offensive force as he was an all-star level offensive point guard? No, he's a sufficient point guard. He's good, you know, and he can heat up or he can be ice cold, but he leads the league in charges every year. He sets the tone. He's perfect for heat culture. 
and he needs a little more pudginess to take all those charges. There we go. What's wrong with a little pudgy? You're getting old, bro. Why are you taking charges? You're getting old, man. Because that's because dedication. Because if his offensive game is going to slip a little bit, you can't let that side of the ball slip either. So he's got to show that same intensity, you know. Yeah, and he he just he just can't stay healthy either. It's like. It's like Julio Jones. Like he has a hamstring injury every week. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's always there's always something wrong uh, with yeah. with him. Uh, so they need a point guard. They need to find a point guard over there in Miami pretty soon. Um, I think that's that's the next step for them. I think realistically, both teams, yeah, kind of kind of just stay on the same step. <laughs> they don't really take a step forward, I, but but, re, but realistically, I think you know just based off where, like Perry said, where Celtics were last year, went to the finals. I don't think they're going to go back to the finals, so they're going to take they're going to take a step down. Uh, I think Miami. I don't think Miami goes to the Eastern Conference Finals next year. I think they're going to be really good, but then they go to the Eastern Conference Finals uh, again. It didn't. Yeah, like you guys said, they didn't really improve too much. Celtics, I think the Udoka situation, it's gonna it's gonna affect them in terms of also situational basketball. You know what plays are being called in certain moments. What what's yeah. your rotations? What are your lineups against yeah. certain teams, which which could lead to victory. So, um, you know, yeah, they still have the talent, um, and and I do think they're still gonna be really good and win a bunch of games because I'm pretty sure they have a chip on their shoulder, a somewhat chip on their shoulder, because people are probably counting them out. They're like, oh, we don't got a coach now. They're going to think they think we suck, in quotes. I put that in quotes. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, people, people are crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I just think, yeah, they just – I think they, they take a step back. They take a step back, but I still think they're going to be, uh, you know, obviously really good. All right, we got the Raptors, Suns. And the, and the Grizzlies. I think the Raptors take a step back. I got I got the Raptors like 10th in the East. Now we're going to get into we'll, – we'll, we'll try to get to our top 10 real fast soon. But I got them 10th in the East. I don't think they're going to be – they're going to be good. You know, they're going to be good. They're going to be a solid team. They play defense. That's their calling card. We know what they like to do. I think Scotty Barnes is going to take a, a big step this year. I just they got Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. They got three. They got three guys that can score potentially score twenty plus. So uh, going on. Hey, where are you at? <laughs> so <laughs> welcome to the stream, Jimmy. Uh, he's in the he's in the gulag. <laughs> So I just saw I, I just saw Perry's message. I was like, oh, I wonder if the stream is still up there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're we're going over uh, what we think are buying sales, and CJ's going over the Raptors right now. If he thinks they are a buy or sell team. Yeah, sorry, I'm late. I was distracted. Oh, no, you're good, man. You're all it's good. All good. Um, no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think the Raptors will take a step back. I think the Suns are also going to take a step back. I don't think they're going to win sixty-four games this season. It's just it's just a weird, you know, aura and vibe over there in Phoenix right now. I mean, you got the DeAndre Ayton situation and him and Monty Williams not really on the same page. You know, after a whole off season where I feel like you know these are two grown ass men. You know, if there's really an issue, you could you know come together and talk about it. Uh, you know, you're still carrying over something that happened in May and October. 
<laughs> is is insane to me. So I don't know what that I don't know what what that's gonna you know how that's gonna play out. Um, you know they want to trade Jay Crowder. I heard there's talks of them potentially trying to get Clarkson, which is I think a, a great pickup. That's a big that's a big time upgrade. Uh, having having Clarkson in your closing lineup as opposed to uh, Jay Crowder. But I, again, I still think they're gonna take a step back. I think teams like the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Lakers. Uh, the, the Trailblazers, they're going to be teams that where they might have gotten those W's last year that might have been so easy to get. It's not going to happen this year because those teams are going to be healthy and ready to go. So I think they take a step back as well. And the Grizzlies too. Um, I think I think the Grizzlies, I think for from a regular season standpoint, I think they take a, a, a step up. I think they're a regular okay. season type team. They're young. They got guys that like to go out there, run, play, and, and have fun. So I, I'm there's I'm definitely, a space. <laughs> what's going on, man? So I think I think the Grizzlies they're gonna they're gonna take a step forward from a regular season standpoint, but I think in the coming playoffs it's gonna be the same thing because they don't have another superstar next to Ja. So it's just gonna be Ja could only take you, but you know maybe a series or two or maybe an outlier season of a of a Western Conference Finals like Trey did a couple of years ago, something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, 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 I mean, I, I hope I hope they don't become like this, but they could kind of like become the Jazz a little bit, like where they win a bunch of games and they're exciting to watch. But come playoff time, we're gonna kind of gonna be like, all right, like who, who, let's relax like, here. It's the same thing. Let's relax. I mean, it's it's the same thing, bro. I mean, they, they're gonna win a lot of games. They're gonna, they're gonna win a lot of games, bro. But come playoff time, you taking them against the Clippers? No, Warriors? No. Nah. Uh, Timberwolves, they almost lost to the Timberwolves. Pelicans, I'm, yeah. I'm taking the Pelicans. Mavs, I'm taking the Mavs. Like, the Pelicans uh, over the over the Grizzlies? In a seven-game series? Yes. 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 yes, absolutely. Oh, man. So who was it? I, so I mean, who were the teams uh, again? Raptors. Raptors, I agree with you. Uh, Grizzlies, I think, move forward a little bit. But I, I totally agree with you. I don't know where they fall as far as playoffs. There's just so many good teams in the West. But I do like this team. I think Bain's going to take another step forward and be a, a more, I don't want to say relevant player, more uh, contributing a lot more than what he even did this year. I, I think he's a solid player defensively, a two-way player. Um, what was the other team? Grizzlies. Uh, your sons. My sons, that's right. My second team. My second team, Perry. Second I, I like the sons. You know, I don't think that they take a step back. If they do lose more games, as you refer to on that, I think it's because they may be doing some load management. I don't think they're going to be deep stepping back down the stairs, if you like we're saying here, because uh, this situation with Aiton we actually had before last season too. And even some of the controversial stuff that's went on there was starting to come to a head before last season as well. So I feel like some of the stuff that they're dealing with now, they've already had some going on last year and they had the great season. So I don't know why it's still lingering of the Aiton situation 365 days later. Because he wants the ball. But at the same time, you've, I mean. Only takes 12 shots a game. He needs more. I'm 100% with you because we talked about this a couple episodes ago. He definitely needs more. So I don't know. I mean, as coach, got to figure out how to make it happen. So, I mean, he's like, I mean, what, 2B? Two, two 
You know, in terms yeah. of, in terms of, you know, not I mean, he's not better than Chris Paul, but you know, he's like probably just as important as Chris Paul. Absolutely, right now, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, so so 100%. he needs the rock, man. Give that ball, give that guy a basketball. You, but at he, the same time, it's almost I don't want to say it's Westbrookus like because someone's got to realize at some point, hey, I can't have what exactly I want here because there's so many mouths to feed on this team. So, I don't know. He's young. I know that. And I'm not saying he's immature on that part. I mean, he all all-stars or all superstar players want to be the best players. You should want that. That's why you're in the NBA, and that's why I'm not. So, I don't know. I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll work it out and figure it out, and then next season that's when we'll trade him. Okay. All right. Uh, we go with Jimmy, man. Uh, Jimmy, what's your, what's your – do you think the Raptors, the Suns, and, and the Grizzlies, you think they're going to take a step back? Or, or make a make a step forward this this season coming up. Yeah, uh, I like I see the uh, Suns taking a step forward. Uh, they didn't. They kind of underperformed for me last year. They didn't do quite as good as I thought they were going to do. But I still I like their squad, and I think they've got everything going there. Uh, Grizzlies. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe a little bit more talent on that team. Maybe something can happen. Who's in the team? I'm sorry. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, and the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. The uh, Raptors. Uh, yeah, I see them taking a step back. I just haven't seen anything that really impresses so far for me. There, so I, I see them taking a step back. I'm just gonna say I'm so happy to hear a little country accent on the show with me. It's <laughs> weird not hearing anyone else sound like me and hearing Jimmy talk about, oh, finally, someone <laughs> who's country like me. So I heard CJ say Raptors, and then Jimmy said Raptors. So I'm like, Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, feeling right at home, man. Feeling right at yes, home. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, Nick Nick and Nick and Perry. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, can you hear me? All right, cool. Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, the Raptors is tough. I'm going to say that they take a step back just because I don't think that they really got better compared to last year. I mean, they, they still have a great roster, you know. Um, obviously, Scotty Barnes is really that guy that's for the future. You know, I think that he can be more established as a number one option. Then you still got guys like Van Vliet, who was an all-star last year. Uh, Pascal's still there. Um, you still got guys like Gary Trent Jr. You, guys, you still got guys like Precious Achua, so on paper, they're a pretty solid team, but the, the East has gotten a lot tougher. So it's like, where do you really see the Raptors? I know, CJ, you said that they were 10. I think I had them at like eight or nine. So they're still in that playing position to me. And it's like, yeah. you know, they don't – I I just don't really see them making much noise this year. As far as for Memphis, I'm going to say it's almost like, you know, I think that they'll be the same, but – I think that they also take a step back as well because of how good the West has gotten as well. Like, I don't really think they really made any roster adjustments that really that could really help them elevate from last year. We all know John Morant is who he is. We know we all know Jaron Jackson is still a great defensive player of the year type candidate. Steven Adams, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, and the rest of these guys. But it's going to be tough. I mean, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like you mentioned. You know, are they better than the Clippers? Are they better than even Denver with when once they're bringing back Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr.? So those are questions that are up in the air for Memphis. And as for Phoenix, I'm definitely, definitely not high on them. I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, 
it's time to blow something up. It's, it's it's time it's time to just really make some adjustments, in my opinion. Um, Where's the mute? DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre DeAndre Ayton was a he was supposed to be a Pacer this year. He's supposed to be a Pacer this year. He he nearly signed with the Pacers. Unfortunately, you know Phoenix ended up matching that, but it's like it's unfortunate because Phoenix agreed. didn't even yeah this thing Phoenix didn't even want to oh, give yeah, him the yeah. bag to begin with. He, they didn't want to give him the bag to begin with, so it's like it's kind of crazy to me. And then it seems like. Like there's like a lot of tension that's going on going on in the locker room. You know, obviously Aiton and um, Aiton and Monty Williams are not spe- or, or or they weren't speaking up, up up until media day. In my opinion, I just don't see. I don't. I just don't really see the team being that good this year. I think that they're probably more likely a fifth seed this year. Which, I mean, which is solid. They'll still be a playoff contender, but I'm not really expecting much out of them this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. You're wrong, but it's okay. I'd say. For the, Raptors, so for the Raptors, I mean, they won 48 games last year. That was way better than I was expecting them to be last year. I I didn't peg them as a top five team at all. So, you know, for me, I, I don't think they're going to take a step up. I think they're going to stay exactly where they were from last year. So I know people are hype. They are young. They are going to progress. But I think that top four is a really tough area to break into for the East. Um, and I just don't see it happening for the Raptors this year. I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they'll be about a fifth or a sixth seed, similar to last year. Um, the Suns, I would say, similar to you guys. Are they going to be the one seed in the West? Absolutely not. Um, but I think they'll be a top five. I think they'll be like the fourth or the fifth seed. There's a lot of turmoil going on there, and I think at the end of the day, it's tough to repeat as the one seed, so it's tough to – to imagine they'll be better than 64 wins last year. I know the postseason's not being considered there, but they had quite the season. So I just don't see it happening again. It felt like they had magic in a bottle for most of last season, and then uh, it just didn't happen. So, yeah, I thought that was their time. Um, the Grizzlies, they're actually one of my my teams. Again, one of those teams where how much can you improve from last season? 56 wins, you know, second in the West. Um, so I would say I don't think they're going to move forward or back. I think they're going to stay similar as well. Um, but I definitely think the Grizzlies are going to be there and be for real for at least the next three to five years and even longer unless they blow it up type of thing. They're young, probably one of the youngest competitors there. Um, Jaws is going to get better. If it wasn't such a big man dominated league where statistics were so inflated, I picked Ja to be potentially my MVP this year, but I know better because I watched the NBA and I know how skewed it is now. So to pick a guard as your winner is just you trying to be viral. It's not going to happen. Um, But yeah, I think that shows you how high I am on him though. And it's not me being special. I think we all are. I think he's, he's incredible. So, um, but funny enough, I think, uh, Raptors and Grizzlies stay exactly the same. Suns move back a bit. And whoever whoever has background noise, please put your thing on mute when you're not talking. Thank you. Um, <laughs> my only bad thing about uh, my only bad thing about yeah, Jimmy just muted uh, Jimmy. You're good, bro. <laughs> is uh, with Jaw is the fact that they actually had a better record without Jaw. And I'm not trying to be that person that says they need to get rid of Jaw or anything. It's just it's almost mind blowing that they played better without him as far as wins and loss. So right. I don't That's know. What I'm saying they're they're a regular season team. 
Right. So Phoenix, Phoenix, and and Memphis are yeah. regular season teams. Kind of like, like the Jazz, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, yeah, exactly. They're like yeah. the Jazz, like they're they're young. They're gonna play hard. Yeah, they're gonna win a lot of games. They're gonna get up for all the games. But come playoff time, and it's you know well, four four well, wins. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute with Memphis. I mean, the thing about Memphis is that Memphis is still very young, though, man. Like you know, yeah. I don't know if we can really go there with them. You know what I mean? Yo. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you this right here, bro. Right? You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. You think they could go to the Western Conference Finals? Now, here's the thing: I don't. I mean, like as far as today, <laughs> I, I I don't see it happening. But you know, I, I can't I can't consider them. Oh, they're just a regular season team. I mean, they really just it's just like the Jazz contender just last year. But yeah, but like yeah, jazz, but the Jazz bro. have been playoff contenders for like for like five years before they blew it up. The Grizzlies are just right. getting started. You're right, you're right. You're and, and, and what I, and what I'm saying is, they don't have a guy next to Ja that can take over the game. No, I agree with that. They just don't. They don't. It's just like it's just like the it's just like the Mavericks. They don't have a guy. I, I mean, Brunson that went crazy a couple games, but you know, it's not. He was, you know, I don't know. Remember? I don't know. I don't know. De- De- weirdly enough, Desmond Bain, and I know it's the last name you'd expect, but like he showed like of of being a guy that could put up twenty five a game, and that could be because of the volume oh. that's there. I'm not saying he's a twenty five a game star level player. I'm not saying right. that, but but I'm saying he showed flashes, and then the rest Be-ball, is and, and company. No, because no, I don't believe could- that. But I, but I do believe that, like, if if given the opportunity again this year, he can be that guy again and a little bit more. Like, I could see him being, you know, the Jordan Poole, you know, of of the Warriors if they didn't have Steph, so that they still or didn't have Clay too, so that he has more volume. It's just like Jordan Poole with more volume. That's what it is. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, he could be good. He could be. He could take that next step. But for me, like, their team, it's like. It's Ja, and then a team. Yeah, then the second option it, it could be Jerry Jackson Jr. One night it could be Bane, you know, it, Dylan you know Brooks maybe. It, it could be Dylan. It could be yeah, Dylan Brooks. Sure. Yeah. But when you but when you're breaking when you're breaking down you know a tail of the tape for a team in the playoffs and you're like okay, who's 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 the duo that's you know that that we're going up against Bron and AD and Ja and Bane. It's like we kind of know what time it is already without mm-hmm. without really knowing, you know. Um, but all right, you know, last two teams in this segment, you got the Nuggets and the Bulls. I think the Nug- I think the Nugget just real quick. I think the Nuggets take a step forward. Obviously, yes. Jamal Murray coming back off the injury. Michael oh, Porter that's Jr. Uh, that's your most improved guy. That could be my most improved. That okay. could be your most improved. Okay, uh, Michael Porter Jr. coming back. That could be could also be another MIP candidate. Uh, he's coming back from injury. So I just think it makes the most sense. They were the 6th seed last year without really both of those guys for the majority of the season. Uh, it was really just Jokic carrying. I think those guys need to step up, play, you know, really produce, uh, be wild because Jokic has really been, you know, putting the book bag on over the last couple of years. So those guys need to step up and kind of, you know, fill, fill some of that scoring void. You know, if he doesn't have it, if he doesn't have it every night, you know, those guys got to gotta bring it. So... And then for Chicago, yeah, they definitely take a step back. I'm not a fan of Billy Donovan schematically. They play some, they have some good schemes every once in a while. The Lonzo Ball situation is, is sad, 
Uh, he said he can't even bend his knee 30 degrees. That's sad. That that's sad. That's sad man. That's at so 20, sad. at 20, at 24 years old, that's extremely sad. Uh, so I, I don't know what happened with his knee. Prayers up, prayers up. Hopefully that situation gets fixed. Demar Derozan is a two. Demar Derozan is a two. So uh, he's a he's a two, but a regular season one. And and Levine is <laughs> regular season one. I like it. Just, yeah, I was gonna just, say that's pretty pretty well said. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's just it's just what we've seen. It's what we've seen, bro. It's what we've seen. Toronto that. days yeah. and 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 now in Chicago. And Levine, I don't know what he is. Is he a is he a is he a one? Is he a two? Is he like is is he like DeRozan? Do we have two number twos? <laughs> you know, trying to you know trying to be a trying to be a, a dynamic duo in the East. I don't think that's good enough for the East right now. The East is way too stacked. Uh, now, now Cleveland is better. Uh, some other teams of Atlanta got better. So some other teams that just got better. I think they're just, you know, they're, they're going to take a step back. I'm not, I mean, yeah. Vucevic is a good player, but he's not good enough on defense uh, to really, you know, guard a guy like Giannis and Embiid. So he's going to get babied uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I think, yeah, the Bulls take, the Bulls take a step back. Nuggets take a step forward. We're going to go, uh, we're going to go uh, Jimmy, Perry, Michael, and Nick, and then we're going to get to uh, last last couple segments before we get to our teams. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same page as you. Um, I, I see the Nuggets kind of taking a step forward. And the Bulls are just a big question mark right now. There's just so many different storylines going on out there. It's hard to see them getting any better. Who's in there? I don't know what that is. No, that was, <laughs> that was, that was me. That was me. That that was was said, What's Jimmy watching there, boys? That was my bad. That was me. That was my bad. <laughs> Unprofessional, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who was next? Perry, I think Perry uh, was. Yeah, Perry, Perry, yeah. Perry was next. Yeah, then, Perry, then, me, then, 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 then Nick. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, similar. Yeah, I think Bulls are going to stay the same, you know, as last year. I don't see them taking a step back. I see them staying the same. Um, I agree with you. I think it's too twos that could be ones but they're both there trying to be a dynamic duo while trying to prove that they're a one so it's a little confusing i think the nuggets are a top three team locked this year so definitely improving for sure so that's my yeah not too different from you guys i'm just gonna say the bulls take two steps back almost like uh we'll go with what was apollo abdul nuggets take one step forward bulls take two steps back yeah, there we go. Because uh, I think set the Bulls. Out of my, we, out of my uh, time, man. Two steps forward and two steps no. back. Because uh, Alpha sets the track. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Okay, now, nah, now. Nah, okay, now. Nah, Come singing, on. Singing, now, singing, singing it out. Right. Sing, okay. Singing the song out all the way. You know, when Perry sang it out all the way. It was just opposites of tracks. I only think that it really yeah, clicked that, with you. Right? Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the thing that clicked. Yeah. Yeah. The, the two no, steps probably, forward dude. and all. I was like, you, you, I was lost. So, <laughs> I'm going to say it because we had DeMar DeRozan. Now, when we get back here, DeMar DeRozan, who was a MVP candidate mid-season last year and we we're all kind of surprised on that so i don't know if he can copy that mid-season neck this year and keep that up so i'm actually thinking that they're going to fall back some this year of course balls out for how long 30 uh, degree that's pitiful 
and it's Levine crazy, bro. is not really that guy. We've talked about this many times on our show. I'm not a big fan of Levine. He's not really a sharpshooter, three-point shooter, but he's in the three-point contest. He's not really much of a penetrator, but yet he can jump out of a gym and dunk on anybody that he wants to. Like He's a jack-of-all-trades, but not a master of anything to where he is the one that's going to lead anyone. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying he's not going no. to be a one that leads somebody. Okay. That, that's no, bro. That's so that's fair. I'm saying that's Bulls. Two. Thank you. <laughs> Bulls taking two steps back and the Nuggets are to the moon. I think if Murray is healthy, it takes some pressure off Joker. What? Murray is healthy, what? It takes some pressure off of the Joker. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to go for a hot take. My bad. Oh. I mean, I can hot take it up there. It's going to be Pelicans and Nuggets in the Western. Oh my God. No. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to see that. I think I asked too much. I think I asked too much. No, if Murray is healthy. You don't want to see that? I think it'd be great, actually. I don't know, man. Like, maybe like second round, but conference finals, nah. Listen, last time we had. It got to happen eventually if those guys are great. Because these Nuggets team, like I expected it last year, Nick, went, or maybe a year before when uh, it was you, me, and Amber making these prediction predictions. I said, if this mm-hmm. team's good, I have them top four at least. Well, if they're healthy again, it's the same team. I mean, Joker has been MVP two years in a row now. If if he could get some help, like they showed that highlight I seen on, on Twitter where Jamal Murray made this beautiful behind-the-back pass in front of him, like, couldn't see anyone, went to Joker, went over to the corner, and then went out to Murray at the top of the key for the three, and it came back there slow motion, beautiful, and he airballed it. The dude's got rust. So I don't expect them to come out to where they're going to be hot during the midseason form. Obviously not. But I think when we get to the playoffs, this team is going to be that scary lower seed that's going to surprise some teams, and you don't want to play them if you're up there in like a two or a three seed on this. I'm I'm all in with the Nuggets up there with my Pelicans. I'm just saying. Of course, I still don't think they're going to be the two teams in the Western Finals. But I watch out for this team. Okay. All right. Oh man. Um, all right. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go real quick. Um, the Nuggets step forward. Definitely step forward. Um, you got to think. Last year, Jokic was really a one man show for the most part. Led the team to the sixth seed. Uh, we know that they didn't much in the playoffs, but still, I mean, it was still really impressive, and it did allow him to get an MVP award. Now this year, he's got uh, his two other um, sidekicks with him, uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray actually looked pretty good for the most part of the uh, preseason before, you know, he ended up going down. Michael Porter Jr. looks pretty solid as well. And then not to mention, you know, they got an abundance of really great players. They still got guys like Jeff Green. They traded for guys like KCP. Um, I still don't know why they signed DeAndre Jordan, but that's neither here or there. But... Denver, in my opinion, is still a pretty solid team, to say the least. So I think that they'll take a step forward. Yeah, that's true. They do need a body. In my opinion, I would have, I would have went with like I would, I probably would went with like Dwight Howard or something like that. But that's just me. But that's neither here or there. Who's Cousins playing for right now? On the street. Cousins was on the Cousins was on the Nuggets last year. He played pretty solid last year for them. That's why I'm actually surprised they didn't resign him. You're on the street right now. That's crazy. Somebody needs to sign him. Somebody needs to sign him. He's a he's a he's a great backup center at this stage of his career, in my opinion. But as for Chicago, not high on them. They yeah, yeah, they could. 
Um, the Bulls, in my opinion, they're going to stake this year. Uh, we know that they have Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. It's, it's really crazy to me because last year when they did make these these moves in the offseason, I was expecting Levine number one and then DeMar would be the second option behind him. But obviously we saw last year DeMar was really emerging as a number one, leading to an MVP caliber season. This year, I don't expect that same result from him. I, he's, he'll still be a pretty, he'll still have a pretty solid year. I'm not going to expect an MVP caliber year. To me, this is going to really rely on Zach Levine and how much he can really grow as a leader overall and as a number one option if he can take that role. But also, I mean, the Lonzo ball injury does is, is going to be a really big loss, especially with his versatility, being a great on ball defender, being a great playmaker for that team. They're really going to miss that. I know that they're starting. Io Desumu in his spot, but as much as I love Io, he doesn't bring to the table what Lonzo Ball can. I mean, besides shooting, um, he can't really bring anything else. So this Bulls team is a four man's boss uh, Nets. We know that. They're, they're, it's oh, just four man oh, Nets. Easily. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but you know, with with the East getting stronger, with Atlanta, you know, even though we don't really make, expect much expect much of it out of Atlanta, they're still going to be up there. Cleveland. Made a big, um, made a big um, improvement this offseason as well. I just don't see, I just don't see Chicago being better than those teams this year. Okay, all right. We got next segment is this is real fast. The race for Wimbenyama, right? Uh, obviously, you know Victor Wimbenyama is is a sensation right now. Everybody's it's the race for the bottom. That's that seems to be the term people are using now uh, in regards to Victor. So. You know, we we could go we go Michael, Nick, Perry, and then Jimmy. You know, what are some of what are, what is what's your first off? You know, what's your thoughts on Victor Wimbenyama, and what and who do you you know what teams do you think are to possibly you know get in the mix and possibly you know win a lottery and, and get this guy? Well, where would I love for him to go? Probably ain't gonna happen, but I think it'd be great. But um, oh, Miami. No, I actually think Charlotte would be awesome to have him. Charlotte would be perfect. perfect. I well, think like that it. would be phenomenal with Ball and him. But uh, Victor Absolute is going to be a menace, I think, for the NBA when he's there. Seven foot four, got a fadeaway jump shot three that he's hitting that we're seeing, like scout that they're showing on Instagram and stuff. And then yet he's blocking the basketball up against the backboard when he's like six feet behind the people, but yet he can chase them down like that. I mean, the dude can move and still play good ball. And, you know, we debated this last time talking about ball handling skills and all that stuff. He can do what he needs to do at seven four. Now, obviously he can grow. He's what, 18, 19 years old, maybe. I think he's 18. So, yeah, I think it's going to be tank for Victor. Like that's the only victory you're going to get this year is – getting the nails to try to get that victory. But uh, I would love for him to be in the Hornets uniform. That would be amazing. I think that would really elevate Charlotte's organization to actually have them something to be relevant again. We had the Bearcats for a while. I think Bobcats for a while. Then they moved to Pelicans, came back. I mean, we've not really had much for Charlotte to cheer about. That would be great. Uh, Alonzo, or not Alonzo, but uh, Ball. Has been something great for the on the feet. They could get victory, be great. I think he'll end up being a spur. I just think it's it's in the books for the Spurs to get victory though. No, no, you got to get him to a big market. I'm sorry. 
Got to get into a big market. So no, you know that's not happening. Yeah, you know that's not happening. If he goes I mean, to a big market, to me, uh, it's almost like it's rigged. Hey, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, my my yeah, thing about. <laughs> I mean, my, my thing about Wimby is that, you know, this this guy is super special. I mean, I don't think we've ever really seen a guy that's his size that's able to put the ball on the floor and really create and have, a, like, a really great shooting mechanic the way that he has. So that's what makes him special all around. There's no doubt he's number one. I like I like School Henderson. I don't know if you guys really caught the games between School and uh, Wimby, but they were definitely phenomenal. I would definitely advise anybody that's listening for to definitely re- re-watch those games on YouTube if you can. Definitely some great basketball there, but – as far as teams that I can see um, picking up Wimby, uh, I, I, I like I like Charlotte as well. I like Charlotte. I think Lamelo really needs that number two guy, and I don't think that you can. I don't, I don't no. even think that they can really. Lamelo will be number two. Lamelo will be number two. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I mean, at least, at least at least you have a dynamic duo there. I just I just don't feel like oh, yeah. Charlotte. I, I just don't feel like Charlotte can really get it, you know, in free agency or even in like in a trade. So I think you know drafting would definitely be the best bet for them. Um, I don't know, CJ, because your Knicks <laughs> make a run. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't think so? Nah, it's not going to be that bad. Whoa, chill, bro. No, no. Chill, brother. Chill, man. Come on, man. Oh, this man. Guy, um, this, well, the thing is, is they wouldn't have signed Brunson if they were wanting to go for Victor, I don't think. Yeah, bro. We're not We're not getting anything close to women, Yama, bro. Yeah. You never know, man, but nah. I definitely, I, I, I would definitely not want to see me. I, I don't want to see him in Utah, though. I, I just don't want to see him in Utah whatsoever. Um, I don't know, like what other teams are out there. I guess I don't, I don't see him really being a San Antonio Spur. I just don't really see that really being for him, which is kind of crazy to me. I don't know why, but okay. See, well, I don't know. I mean, they, they, no. they already got shit. No. They already got shit. No. Um, and. I don't think Orlando will be in the lottery again. Um, I don't think Detroit will be up there as well. Indiana, maybe. I, I think know. they'll be in the lottery again. Who's that? You don't think the you don't think Detroit and Orlando and Detroit gonna be not gonna be in the lottery? I mean, they'll, I mean, I mean, I mean, they'll they're be gonna be as high as they were last year. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they'll be like number one or number two picks. No, but I mean, I mean, they'll definitely yeah. be up there like top ten. Yeah, but yeah, 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 they're gonna be yeah. But um, I think the Wizards. I think Wizards may have a chance. Wizards definitely could have a shot. I mean, they have a they got talent, but they got talent. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see that team staying together by trade deadline, bro. Right. That's that's where I'm at. I think Bill gets traded, and, Bill's and that's Bill's, their tank. Bill's out of there. He's you telling me he's gonna stay five more years? Oh, 250 million dollars. Okay. He just signed an extension, so it's like, not, hey. yeah, okay. But we, we see, we see players to trade him. Yeah, we seen players sign extensions and still get traded. You see mm-hmm. all the time. Um, Let's see. I'm not against it, but hell, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of uh, uh, Wimbayama, a uh, great player, extremely versatile. Whoever taught him basketball is uh, de- deserves a lot of credit. I mean, because he, you know, he's he has, he's pretty polished already right now, at 18 years old, which is pretty impressive. So whoever taught this kid, you know, the game of basketball, how to play fundamentals, um, the things that he's doing right now at such a young age, only 18 years old. Uh, it's, it's, it says a lot. It speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. He's a special player. I think he's going to be great. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Uh, the teams, I, I would like to see, I already know it's going to be a small market team. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm already bracing myself for, for it to be like that. It's going to be the Spurs. I, I think the Spurs would be it'd be a good spot. Obviously, you know, it's kind of like the revelation, you know, new 
uh, renaissance, new beginning. You know, you had Tim Duncan for, you know, all those years. And now you get another, uh, you know, another versatile big man uh, back back in San Antonio. Utah, I mean, I don't personally want to see him in Utah. Yeah, I mean, I got, I know a couple, I know like maybe one or two people in Utah, so no disrespect to the Jazz, you feel me, or, or you know, the Utah area, but it's just like he's going to be there for, you know, six years and then dip. I mean, it's same, you know, same old story. <laughs> you know that. So it's no, it's no, I don't, I don't want to see him. I want to see like a Giannis situation where even though it's a small market, Giannis still stayed you know, for multiple years after the second contract. Um, so I think Spurs. Ooh, could a team like Sacramento them. get him? I don't, I mean, they, I mean, they're a tricky team. I actually, I actually have them in my, in my, uh, actually, well, I got them, I got them 11. I think they'll be the I, I, I have, I have them Thanks. 11 also. Yeah, I, I got, I mean, them, the yeah, Trailblazers and the Kings to me are like, you know, right here for that 10 spot in the West mm -hmm. um, for, for me. So they could. I, I, mean, I, I, be, literally, I literally have Blazers ten, Kings eleven. That's what that's what's, yeah, bro. This is right. It's right there. They're right there. Um, that would be great. Keegan Murray, Wimby, Fox. So, but I, they got a lot. They, they they got a lot right now. Monk. Sorry. Monk. Yeah. Monk's. Yeah. Monk's. Monk's calm. That's a calm. Pick up. <laughs> Monk's cool. Monk's yeah, cool. Don't hate on Monk. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Monk's cool. <laughs> Monk's cool. But yeah, I think. Uh, I think I think I want to yeah I want to see the Spurs Charlotte I mean I I hope he doesn't go to the East because you know as absolutely being a Nick fan I don't want to see that guy uh, more times than what we should just twice a year would be cool but if he does go to the Hornets that is a great spot for him you got a you got a guard and a big man we've seen that combination be successful throughout the entire history of the NBA uh, I mean I mean we could be here forever talking about the comparisons but that'd be that'd be a great fit i think charlotte spurs yeah i mean i mean i don't i don't want the thunder to get him they, they just they all they do is just tank they, they don't they, all they do is just tank. i know check got hurt so now it just gives them even more of a reason to be ass so I, i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a, i'm not a fan of the of the thunders you know their their blueprint because uh you know, okay. After a couple of years, cool. You know, you lose, lose. You're not gonna, mm -hmm. you're not gonna be good. But four or five, six years of being ass is like, come on, bro. Like, what are we, what are we really yeah. doing? So, yeah. Spurs, Spurs, Hornets for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Spurs and Wizards, and I know that sounds so boring, but you know, I think the Wizards are deserving of that guy to take the torch from Bradley Beal, but more so overlap with Bradley Beal, where there's at least three or four years there, barring Beal stays, but it seems every time there's a rumor, he signs an extension or something. So clearly he's he's not that upset. You know, he doesn't like winning that much. He's making his money fine. So I think bringing him there uh, to the Wizards would finally give them something to hang their hat on. Uh, and I think a really exciting duo between Beal and him and if not, you know, the Spurs, you guys said it, kind of the, the new Tim Duncan and, and Pop, I don't think will be coaching past this year. Um, so I don't think it'll matter. I don't think he'll be playing for Pop. Yeah, I, I don't think that he, I, he's had the best career. He's such a good coach, but he's getting up there in eight. So um, we'll see. But, yeah, I definitely think those are my two top or my two bottom teams. I know it's not that simple with record nowadays with – 
percentages and stuff. But um, yeah, those are my top the lowest two teams. I'm gonna I'm gonna say those two. Other than that, I have Pacers and Jazz as the other two lowest teams. So um, yeah, one of those four, I guess. Uh, yeah, um, like you all said, the best possible spot for him probably would be like Charlotte or San Antonio. But honestly, I, I see a lot of, I know you all hate to hear it, but I see a lot of opportunity for the Jazz to try to get him. I don't think they're going to, if they got him, it wouldn't help them very much. They've been so desperate for talent for so long. And now with the void of Donovan Mitchell being gone, they're going to look to rebuild something new. And I think that could be a good opportunity for them. Like I said, I don't think they're going to, if they did do it, I don't think they're going to have the success they were hoping for just because it's the Jazz and they find ways to screw that up. But um, I'd probably say that's, that's probably my bottom one would be the Jazz. Bottom one. All right. Uh, last two, last segment right here for for the show, guys. Appreciate everybody stopping by. I mean, we, we almost about to hit three hours. I know everybody got, got work and stuff in the morning uh, tomorrow. All right, we're just gonna go over our top ten teams in each in each conference. Uh, that this this is it right here. This is who we think is gonna go to the playoffs or be in the playoffs slash play in. Um, we're gonna start with Perry. Who are your top team top ten teams in the West? Kind of gave it away uh, the, a little bit, the bottom. A little yeah. Bit, yeah, that's all right. In the West, I have my top team in the regular season being the Warriors. Um, number two being the Clippers. Three being the Nuggets. Four being the Grizzlies. Uh, five being the Mavericks. Six being the Suns. Seven, Wolves. Eight, Pelicans. Nine, Lakers. Ten, Blazers. And the uh, the wide team out is the Kings at eleven. Uh, all right, we're going Nick, Jimmy, and then Michael, and then I'm gonna go, and then we're gonna go to the East. Okay, so we're just doing West right now. Yeah, we do West right now. Yeah. Okay, so I got my one to ten. I got Denver one, Golden State two, Clippers three, Grizzlies four, the Suns five, the Pelicans six. Minnesota seven, Dallas eight, Lakers nine, and Portland ten. I love the uh, that spicy. I love it. That trash. <laughs> trash. Oh god, I, I I gotta hear you. I gotta hear yours now, Michael. <laughs> All right, we got we got Jimmy first, and then uh, Michael uh, can give us. I did not do my homework. <laughs> oh, man, it's all good. Um, it's all good, man. Sorry, I don't have a top ten for you. I'm trying to. All right, but what, what about what about you know some of the other, what, what do you think is like you know the top five teams at least in the West? Who do you think? Um, hopefully the Lakers can pull something together this year and look better. Um, sorry, I lost my page. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I did not do my homework. Um, but uh. Yeah, yeah, hopefully you see the Lakers. I, I definitely think the Clippers are going to be good this year. Um, yeah, sorry. 
No, you're good. You're good. It's all. It's all good. It's all good. Michael, man, you writing on your, you're writing on your teams over there. I, I, I brought him down. Oh yeah, I kind of figured that. Oh my god. I was like, I was like is this guy, guy writing down his, his? He didn't even prepare. His He's teams. the host. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, CJ. Let's hear your right, yeah, top, top 10 again. This reg- regular regular season. So, again, like teams are going to be good in the regular season. They're going to play well in the regular season. But that doesn't mean, I think, just because they're the number one or number two seed, that doesn't mean I you think. You ain't got to explain it, man. It's no, it's, that's it's very, very, this is very important. <laughs> this is a very important disclaimer. It's a very important disclaimer, bro. Because people, are, people are, they'll see your list and be like, oh, you think the Grizzlies are going to go to the finals? Because huh? you got them as the number one seed. Like no, no, that's that's not how it works. Right, so I got Grizzlies got I got Grizzlies number one seed, Suns two, Warriors three, Clippers four, Nuggets five, Mavericks six, Pelicans seven, Timberwolves eight, Lakers nine, and then ten. I, for right now, I have the Trailblazers, but I think Trailblazers King is going to be battling like like Perry said. Yeah, they're going to be battling great. for that tenth seed. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone else, obviously, dirt. <laughs> I think the Rockets are going to be more exciting than we think this year. And oh, they're for the Oh, yeah. I, I, ha- I have them at 12, and I and I don't think they're going to be, like, two games behind the Kings or something. But it'll probably be, like, six games behind the yeah. Kings. Like, I, I'm feeling that. Like, I'm feeling – it's going to be a respectable year for them. I really do. And then moving on to next year. But I love their core. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they're definitely going to be fun to watch. Definitely this year more so than, than last year. Jabari Smith oh. is – is that dude? And then obviously Jalen Green is, looks really good right now in preseason. They like the Pistons. They're the the Pistons. Them and the Pistons. They're in the same boat for me in terms of conference, uh, in terms of where they're at. Yeah, um, we got we got we got ten, Michael. You you, you got ten, man. I'm on eight. I'm stuck. You on eight right oh now? Oh my okay. god, yeah. Michael. I'll tell you who I got. Here's who I got so far, though. I got Warriors one, Suns two, Grizzlies three, Clippers four, the Pelicans five. Maverick six, the Nuggets seven. Who am I missing here? You got Pelicans on there. Yeah, I got them. Lakers, Trailblazers. I don't think I heard. Did I hear Wolves? Oh, the Wolves. No, I don't have them there. I'm going to put the Wolves there at eight. Actually, I don't want to put the Wolves that high. My goodness, because. Cat was on an island playing that defense at the four. <laughs> Why? Everyone keeps talking about that. It's funny. Man, he was lost. But I think they'll <laughs> figure it out because at one point, oh, the communication was what was the problem was. But uh, yeah, you, let's be honest. Against, okay. If you go up against the wrong team, they're going to get Cat is slow. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is going to be nothing new. He's slow on his feet. Like, we knew, we knew that this was going to be an issue. Which makes that trade, you know, very questionable. Yes. Right. Okay. Like they're, so they're, they're, Wolves, making the, they're making the playoffs. Kings finish it out. Yeah, they're making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got eight Wolves, Lakers, nine, ten Kings. Okay. Okay. I'm cool with that. Kings ten. Okay. All right. E- Eastern Eastern Conference. Uh, I'm gonna go. Then Nick, Perry, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. I know you said you, you didn't really. Um, uh, um, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool though. Uh, Thank you, it's Jimmy's frozen. No, it's not. Gosh, <laughs> this guy's crazy. Um, yeah, I got the Sixers one, first seed, Bucks two, Ooh. Celtics Celtics three, Nets four, Heat five, Cavs six, Hawks seven. Man, we here New York eight, 
Bulls, Bulls nine, Raptors ten. <laughs> I am so sorry. We here playing, making a playing. We here playing around, bro. We making hey, the my, my Lakers are nine too. I can see. You gotta no, play. Making the play bro. this year, bro. Come you on, gotta bro. Gotta be realistic. Listen, man. If Julius Randle stops shooting goddamn perimeter shots, bro, y'all will be Jaylen good. Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson is Jalen Brunson, RJ top two options, bro. Randall just hold it down. Take it, take some more shots. AFC, AFC. I can see it. I, I, see I ain't it. mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Um, I, I don't have New York on my list, unfortunately. Um, I'm gonna just go one to ten. So I got, I got the Bucks one. I got the Heat two. I got the Nets three. I got the Sixers four. Celtics five. Cavs six. Hawks seven. Bulls eight. Um, uh, Toronto nine, and I got the Wizards at ten. Okay. You got the Wizards making the playoffs over okay. the Knicks. That's the Wizards are still pretty solid, honestly. Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Rui. Come on, man. Rui. <laughs> yeah, you don't even believe what you just said, bro. <laughs> the Wizards are still pretty good. The Wizards are still solid. They're solid. You, they got a solid you, roster. Right, right after, right after you said Rui in your head, you was like, you know what? They're so dirt. Like the Wizards. Okay, so I mean Rui, Rui's not gonna be that big of a factor, but Rui's still pretty solid to me. Bro, he's I not all star caliber, but I have them as my 14 seed. <laughs> Who's that? Y'all are the Wizards. So, yeah. you like, so let me, ask, so let me, so let me ask you this. Let me right, real, real fast, real fast. We go go to, uh, we're gonna go to Michael and then uh, Perry. So. You think the Wizards are better than the Pistons? At this point, yes. Now, on paper, no, but you got to think Detroit is still very young. Like, you know, they're still – like, to me, Detroit is one year away. That's why I actually – because here's the thing. I have Detroit as 11, personally. I have Detroit right there behind them, but I still think that they're a year away from really getting that experience. I mean, I would okay – I'd be okay saying that I think Wizards would be better than Pistons this year as far as if they finish the season with roster as is, but I don't think that roster is going to finish as is at the end of the year. So I'm taking that into account on my my list, which I actually did 1 through 15, but – Oh, I, I probably you. should have done that a little bit. On, look at you. Uh, so I got Heat number one. Oh my god, uh, dude! Regular season, here. regular season. You're right. You're right. Season, and Haslam's going to lead them with scoring this year. And I was like, I got Sixers at two, Bucks at three, Nets you're at lead four. Lead them to sit down. Hey, he, he's getting millions. Don't <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. You know, you can't <laughs> argue with that. And I got Cavs at five, Celtics at six. I got Hawks at seven, Bulls at eight, Raptors at nine. And then I'm going to go with the Hornets at ten. Even though I talked about I would I would like to see. The Hornets ain't there for me, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I do yeah. have the Knicks at 11. So, I mean, I at least got them right there. I do so like the, you think the Hor- You think the Hornets are going to be better than the Knicks or Hornets? The team <laughs> – Yo, Mike, yeah. Michael, he's a homer. He's a homer, Michael. Yeah, just lost, the Hornets just lost their second best player because, you know, obviously. The and Hornets have a lot of problems right yeah, now. Yeah, bro. I know. I don't think they're making a the plan, man. You, I, think hey, the, CJ, I think the Knicks no. are better than the Hornets, champ. There was a time, and I can't remember how long ago it was, but uh, 
there was a time that you were about to give a Western list, top 10, and I said, you know what? It's your list. You don't have to explain it. It's, hey, it's all good. I'm just, I'm, just ask, I'm, I'm asking you questions about your list, bro. I'm, I'm asking you, you think, that, you, think that you think the Hornets are going to be better than the Knicks? I mean, I'm going to say this. When has the Knicks actually proved that they're good? So, I mean – I mean, I mean they, they did. They did make the playoffs two years ago. Charlotte, you can set up for Charlotte as well, bro. It's the same. So no, has yet you to have make them at eight. Yeah, I got them at eight. Yeah, eight. You acting like, bro, eight to ten is gonna be like the the difference between those wins are like two two wins. It's not like it's not like eight to ten is like a six seven win discrepancy, bro. It's like a fraction of. It's literally well, just gonna be close. It's gonna be who did my ten to eleven should matter either. I mean, but you got the you got a team. I mean, you got a team that lost their second best play. I mean, but yeah, it's your it's listen, it's your list. I win, hush. I win. I win that one. It's your, Leave hey, me alone. Man, we're gonna see. We got it all documented. We're gonna find out. Yes, right all here. Document Hornets, right. if you can read just how said, man. I'm going Bucks number one. I like with the Bucks number one. Uh Heat number two. There we go. 76ers number three. Trash. Um, Celtics number four, Cavaliers number five. Cavaliers. Yes, Nets. Six. <laughs> Why you say it like that? <laughs> yeah, because it's because it's before the Nets. You guys all had the Cavs at six. I got them at five. I've got the Cavs at five. Did you? I, I, I got my Nets before. We have seven uh, Hawks, eight there we Bulls. Go. Nine Raptors and Same. ten Knicks. Who you got at eleven? I uh, have the Magic and then the Hornets and then the Pistons and then the Wizards and then the Pacers. Yo, how is the Wizards this low, man? Like, what is going on? Oh, the uh, when Wizard. are the Wizards? The Wizards are not good. I got Wizard at fourteen because I really think they're going to trade. Yeah, me too. The Wizards yeah. are not good. I throw together real quick top ten list. Uh, Y'all probably gonna laugh. We know you got Cavaliers. The Cavaliers as number one because uh, absolutely they're gonna go undefeated. Absolutely, (laughs) he's a old fan. Now I got Boston at one, uh, two, Heat at three. Actually, no, I take that back. I had uh, Bucks at two, Nets at four. And uh, then five, I had the Cavs. Philly at six. Uh, seven was the Knicks. Eight was the Hornets. No. Yeah, Hawks. Hey, I'm not going to Shout out Jimmy. Jimmy, always welcome, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to I must be missing something, man, because everybody here is high on the Knicks this year. I mean, like, I mean, they're gonna be solid. They're gonna be solid. They're gonna be solid. They're the ten. They're my ten seed. Here's my thing. They're my eleven. I mean, they're still playing. But I mean, here's my thing. R.J. Bear is gonna be all star this year. That's my opinion. But I just don't. I just don't see it for New York this year. Really being. A playing team. I, I don't know. Yo, I have bro. them. Bro, bro, I have Brunson, them like probably Brunson, twelve, Barrett. thirteen. In Brunson, we trust. Brunson, Barrett, Brunson, Barrett, and Randall are a good enough top three to be a ten. Bro, uh, yeah, at least, at least, yeah, at least top ten, bro. And throwing uh, twelve, 13? Be 
Yeah, and then you got a good young core. Of the guys East, the East is tough, CJ. Look, the East is strong this but, year. But, we got, but, we got but, to is it, but is it? You guys keep saying that. It is top-heavy <laughs> strong. It's not – the huh. West is – the West is still deeper in regards to competition at the end, yes. in my opinion. I don't think that bottom I'll, end I'll is that. competitive at all. I think it's like the top eight are like pretty locked in for the East. And then the 9-10 seed, it's like anybody from 9 to 15 you can yeah. give me an argument for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah there's no way there's no way there's no way i, I still think i still think the west for these the, conference the west is still better than the east in my opinion this year and so i know i agree with that i, I agree and i feel others been saying the, the contrary not you guys but like i feel right. like i've been That's hearing right. like the east is king now and stuff and i'm like the east is definitely evened out more than it was because it was yes. very lopsided but like i still think the west is a tougher division at the bottom end personally one through yeah. ten west yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, definitely one through ten. Uh, yeah, that ba- the play-in battle is harder for the West is the best way to put it for me. But like us, uh, even yeah. when we did like the one through five, I'll say on the West, we don't even. I think we all agree our top one through fives on the West, we don't think are going to be in the Western Finals on some of those spots. There, right? I mean, obviously. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Grizzlies or the Suns this year yeah. will be in the West Finals, I could... but. I could I could see like Clippers, Nuggets, Clippers, or, like, Warriors, Clippers yeah. Warriors, Warriors, mm-hmm. Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, my other three teams are on top five. Yeah, I could definitely see them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Jumping yeah, back on the Knicks, uh, man. What's up with you today, man? You good? Yeah, I, I like the Knicks. I like them. I like them. The, I like their youth. I think their young players are really good, and I think they have a lot of potential. Now, whether they can all come together and work work that out that's, that's but, but i think they do have a lot of potential but but here's the thing cj is like we we've complained about this on multiple occasions you know julius randall you know we don't think that he's really a big fit for this team and even tom thibodeau is still the coach so it's like i also bring in those factors as like why like i don't really not really too high on new york i know they got jalen brunson i know rj Barrett's going to take a big leap i know they got guys like Emmanuel quickly i know people were talking about alonzo Trier and the rest of these guys they're pretty solid, even Obi Toppin. Like they still got solid guys, but I, I don't know, man. It's tough. Got a mid mid three. three. But Capo, three. Connie, we're we're debating Connie. We're debating if they're gonna make like the nine ten seed. We're not yeah, debating them. We're not even saying that they're gonna be. Contender. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, like can I, they be a play-in team with that I mid think, three? Yes, they yeah, can. I could do that. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like thirteen in the conference is it's insane to me, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, like, yeah, you make you make good points. You make good points. About yeah, that, we always make good points. <laughs> but all right, man, that's gonna wrap it up for t- today's episode, man. We're three hours strong. Everybody that stopped by, Corbin, Aaron, uh, Jimmy, Perry, of course. Thank you guys for for tuning in, stopping by with us, uh, chopping it up, man. Season is is right is right here, Tuesday. man. Tuesday. Tuesday, who we who we real fast? Who, who hey. we got in those games? Who's opening up? Uh, we got the Lakers. I know it's Warriors, Lakers. Yeah, we got Warriors, Lakers, and I believe uh, Suns, Nuggets. Ooh. Um, give, give me Nuggets, Lakers. Give me some upsets to start the start the season. I want to see it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I got the Nuggets we'll and see. Warriors. Yeah, we'll see. Here you go. Let me share this real quick for you guys. So it looks like uh, TNT on Tuesday. We got the Sixers in Boston. We got Lakers in Golden State. 
as the two games on the first. I'm going to say Golden State, and I'm going to say 76ers. Yeah, me too. Okay. I'm yeah, going to go going Warriors, and I'll go Boston. Warriors, Boston. Okay. Warriors and Boston, same thing. Warriors and Boston. Give me Philadelphia and, the, and yeah. Golden State. Okay. Yes. So yeah, but- let me ask you guys this real quick. We going to maybe hop on here Tuesday and talk about the games, or maybe do a well, what is it? Twitter. We can line? do it. Like, oh yeah, we can. Yeah, we can I got my together. whole. I got my whole schedule open for that day. Like I, ain't, I'm not doing anything on Tuesday. I'm sorry, can't. Sounds good to me. Yeah, Let's we got. We got to get. We got to have opening night. There we go. All right, bet. Um, All right, bet. Yeah, let's come let's together. Come I stuff. try not to bet. I lose too much money, but okay, I'll be there. Oh, nah. It's just a, it's just a phrase. Sorry, CJ. <laughs> it's it's 1247, <laughs> CJ. I knew that. Yeah, we need get him, Michael. Get him. <laughs> he said it's a phrase. It's a bet, phrase, bet, Lawson. Bet, 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 bet. You guys, uh, money line or? or money line. <laughs> nah, um, yo, Jimmy, where, where can the people find you, brother? Uh, you can find me at, uh, on Twitter at Unwrap or Jimmy Unwrap. Uh, you can find me. I do a show every Friday, usually around 12 o'clock at midnight. Uh, so I do uh, cards and collectibles, talk about uh, sports cards and uh, the values, and kind of touch on some uh, newsworthy events that pertain to value of cards and things like that. Catch me on there every Friday. Uh, it's uh, Unwrap This. Other than that, I'm on panels saying stupid stuff like the Knicks are going all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. only stupid if it don't happen. You got two squad you got two squads over there, Michael. So you know you got better odds than, than your boy. You know what I mean? To for your one of your squads to right. to bring it. But Michael, man, where can the people find you, brother? Of course, count the bucket, as you can see here on my name. Uh, of course, for you, the ones that are listening to the podcast, you can't see that. But you can go to Count Bucket USN. That's on our Twitter. Of course, that's everything else as well. We are on Facebook as well. You can find me on Twitter at MDLawson00. And in the bio has my link tree where it has all my information on there. Thursday nights at 9 p.m., we I have the other show, which is backstop banter with uh, co-host Anthony who was in here with the uh, mid three not the big three comment earlier uh, of course with the playoffs going on in the MLB it's definitely some times popping with everything going on with that but uh, real quick I also want to say guys for everyone that's been in the comments we love that everyone's been in most of the comments through the YouTube channel and that is with the Unwrapped Sports Network where again our backstop banter show streams our count the bucket streams CJ show with Anthony hard count streams. We have so many other things. Jimmy unwraps streams through there with the uh, unwrap this as well. So definitely if you're watching Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're watching this on, go follow the or subscribe to the unwrap sports network YouTube channel. That way you get notification for every show that we're a part of that everyone in the unwrap sports network is a part of. Facts, Perry facts, facts. Nick, man. Yeah. Go ahead, Perry. Well, yeah, no, thanks for tuning in, everyone. You know, like I always say, please go follow everyone around me. Um, you know, I, I don't unwrap sports, but I want all these guys to succeed, and they're the ones that really make unwrap sports, you know, relevant and fun and exciting. And, 
you know, there's tons of content on a weekly basis, all types of sports. Now that we're getting into the thick of things with football and basketball starting, it's kind of our sweet spot. So expect even more from the group, you know, coming forward in the next couple months. So, you know, shout out to everyone that makes all of these shows happen and, and all of you that listen and help us out and uh, keep retweeting, keep, keep showing up to our shows, keep leaving comments on the YouTube, please subscribe, follow everyone around me, you know, show the love if you guys can appreciate it guys. Go Lakers. <coughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Follow me on Twitter at Nick Andre ATR. Follow us on Twitter at Count Bucket USN. We definitely appreciate all the support. We have a ton of content coming ahead of you, um, obviously with the show, but also with the uh, website as well as the season goes on. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And that's about it. Do you know the websites? Uh, the link? I, I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I actually looked it up earlier today, and I was trying to find it because my wife was asking me. Okay, I apologize. I'll try to have it next time because Nick's got at least, what, four articles now, I think, posted on? Three or four. Uh, I got about three or four. Lamar has about one, I think. Yeah, Lamar okay. has one, so we're going to get things rolling with that. Okay. Yeah, dropping fire content on the website, man. Again, you know, when we get that out there, make sure you guys check that out. Uh, again, good night, everybody, or good morning to some. Yes, sir. Uh, it's been real. Have a great season, man. Have a great season, NBA season, to all everybody's favorite teams. We'll catch you guys on next week's episode, man. Have a good one. Deuces. Thank you.